Snack, pull up a chair and pass the remote. I'm James Chalmers, and with me as always are my wonderful co-hosts, Nicholas Owen. Hello. And Tina Chalmers. Hello. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. Two. Exactly. (laughs) Things got a little bit busier than we thought. That's okay, we're back. And we have a lot of work to do tonight, guys. Mm. A lot of news. It's Game of Thrones week though, right? It's Game of Thrones week. It's the week before Avengers. Oh, it's yeah. the week after Shazam. Mm. Um, there's been a ton of trailers that have dropped. Uh, I think I've got a big, like, big trailer. A big trailer. I'm assuming but, we've both mm, seen. Yep. There are a couple of trailers that uh, we'll probably talk about. Yeah, I only watched it once, though, so I don't remember a lot of it. I am. Um, spoilers. I wasn't like. I was a little bit underwhelmed. No, yeah, I was just. I was just. Yeah, good. Whelmed. Yeah. yeah. yeah just like, that's how I, I was. You can be well. underwhelmed and you can be overwhelmed. But can you just be whelmed? <laughs> I dug. Bits and pieces of it, but I've also at this point gotten quite wary of that franchise, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, before we get into the nitty gritty, how are we all? Good. I know how you are because we just spent an hour talking about how you're feeling yeah. before the show. <laughs> Normally we have dinner, we get straight into it, we yeah. just kind of like took our time tonight. That's okay. Yeah. You're feeling good now. Yeah. Yeah. And you got some exciting news, Nick. I don't know whether you want to disclose it on the show yet or not. Too late for that. Yeah, exactly. He asked you now. He's like, uh, my brother's coming back from overseas soon. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. I uh, did get a job. Nice. nice. Well done. I should say a post-grad job because I do have a job already. But yeah. So it's nice feeling and, and the workforce. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Working in your field, yes. I think, is the important yeah. part. Yeah. Like As just, opposed to working you know, in a field. Yeah. That yeah you're not sick just of being like a scarecrow. He's <laughs> been <laughs> polishing horseshoes. <laughs> yeah. We've got this in case the show goes well tonight. Yeah. <laughs> a little bottle of champagne. Yeah. That was my little cork pop. Ah, pretty good. Thanks, man. And how are you? Doing well. You know? Yeah, I don't know if we ever ask you. Yeah. Or at least I People never probably ask want you. to know. I think you do. I don't uh, know. No. I couldn't give a shit two ways. People like, he's still talking, so clearly he's fine. Yeah. I am good. I am tired. I've been doing some long hours lately. Um, but, uh, you know. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of. St- I've been watching a lot. Of stuff. I've been reading a lot, which has been cool. Wow, that is good. Mm. Good for I've, the brain. I've been devouring mm. novels. I think I'm on. Cause I was like, I'm going to do one novel a month. I know this isn't relevant to a movie podcast, but you're listening, so deal with it. Um, yeah, I was like, I'm going to do one novel a month. That's my aim. And now I'm on my. I've almost finished my fifth book in four months. So I'm pretty excited about that. But I'm still watching stuff. Watching more TV than movies at the moment. But um, we've got a four day weekend coming up, and I reckon I'm going to get to the movies at least once over those four days because mm. a couple of things I want to see. So. We'll do that. And then next week, there's a big movie we're all going to talk about and see. Yes. Um, cool. All right, well, let's dive into it. There's a ton of news. I'm just going to kind of rattle through it. Um, I'm going to, going to try. I always say that I'm going to, and then we talk about it. But um, pretty much, we'll just take it as it is. I would like uh, our listeners to know that James has still not changed I the format. Oh, but you know what? I'm not going to... And it is still a slab of paragraph. Want, but you know what? I don't want to do this... It's funny because I saw that right before we started. I was like, oh no, I didn't change it. Yeah. So I made a little silent promise myself, which I'll now vocalize for the audience and yourselves. Yeah. Um, I won't waste any time deleting it. I'll delete it after the show. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, same with DC News. Uh, let's dive into Suicide Squad 2. There's a couple of things that have dropped about this movie. Uh, first of all, in case you were concerned, Jack Courtney is coming back as Captain Boomerang, which I'm cool with. I like like I liked his performance in that first movie, as much as I didn't love that movie. Um, they've also... Uh, we talked about how um, Will Smith wasn't coming back. It turns out Idris Elba, who's been cast, isn't playing Deadshot. He's been playing a different role altogether. And it's suspected that he may be playing um, Bronze Tiger, who's like a villain. Okay. Oh, is he a villain? <coughs> I don't know. I'm not yeah. that familiar with that character. So. Bronze as in the metallic bronze? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm like, it's either Bronze Tiger as in a metal tiger. Or Bronze from Game bronze, of Thrones owns yeah, a tiger. Yeah, owns a tiger, yeah. Um... Gotham uh, revealed a little, uh, released a poster a couple of weeks ago because the last two episodes are coming up uh, tomorrow. No, Friday is the second last episode. Next week's the last episode, and that show's done. And they just revealed the Batman cowl from behind. So it's you know, not much, but looks cool. Um, Birds of Prey has wrapped. Cool. That's done. They're heading into post now. Um, and they also some photos leaked, and it looks like the Joker's going to show up in that movie. The um, Jared Leto Joker. So we thought we were done with him, but it looks like he might be in this movie. Mm. And are we not going to see... What's... Uh, forgive my ignorance here, but is there a Harley Quinn spin-off? What's that movie where it's like the emancipation? That is Birds of Prey. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So this is pretty much her movie. Like, most of the photos that have leaked have been of her. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm in. DC are turning me around, man. I mean, they never lost me. Like, I've enjoyed most of the stuff they've released. And even the stuff I haven't enjoyed as much, I've still been in for. Like, I just bought Aquaman. You know, I didn't love that movie, but I'll definitely watch it again. Got my cool little digi book. Oh, nice. Uh, and Shazam we'll talk about later. Uh, going to TV real quick. Um, Arrow, as we said uh, last time, is ending next year. It's the final season. Uh, the character Felicity Smoke, who's been there since season one, will not be returning for the final season. Hopefully. Oh. Yeah, it's interesting. Aren't and they married? They were. I can't. They were, and then they were dating, and then they weren't together. Like, I've kind of dropped off Arrow because yeah. it got... Just too much. I will go back and watch it because there are some things I want to see, but it's just of all the shows. I think Honestly, it's... that show it's it's irresponsible. <laughs> For me, I think it's just very soap opery. Of all yeah. of the four shows they do, uh, those four main ones, it's the one that's kind of the most like kind of laced with romantic drama. Yeah, and I'm not saying you can't have that in superhero stuff. I think it's important. Like romance is part of everyday life, mm-hmm. but it just becomes so entrenched in it. <laughs> I was going to say something really mean. <laughs> Good. Um, but like, <laughs> good that you were going to say something. But like, even in Flash, like I think some of its weakest moments is its romance, like its love storylines, mm. because they don't, they don't seem to care about it. They're just like we're putting it in there because we should put it in there. But it's, it, I find it always to be the weakest element. Like whenever yeah. it's like Barry and Ash's relationship, it's kind of like, yeah, it's it, exactly what you said. We're putting it in there because it should be in there. We don't really know yeah. how to write it in. Or, like, how to write it properly. So we're just going to, like, chuck it in. And not always. Mm. Like, um, the Cisco Gypsy stuff, I loved. Yeah. That stuff I thought was really good. And, like, Barry courting Iris. Like, when I, when it was that... I think it helps if you have interesting people. Yeah. Like, that, and that... like, Iris is not interesting. But she was to begin with. Like, that love yeah. triangle of him and her and Eddie Thorne. Yeah. I loved all that stuff. Mm. Like, I was buying into it. Even though I'm not a big, you know, kind of romance soap opera guy. I was really digging it. And, unfortunately, like, Arrow, uh, to me, just didn't do it as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, ben Schwartz, uh, more commonly known as John Ralphio on Parks mm-hmm. and Rec, uh, has expressed that he'd like to play Plastic Man. Okay. Which, if you've ever looked at a photo of Plastic yeah. Man, you're like, oh, yeah, 
I could see that. <laughs> and not only that, he wants the guy who directed Shazam to direct it. And I'm like, yes. Just, that a, is pla- it. just a standalone Plastic Man yeah. movie? Oh, okay. You could do it. Like, Plastic Man, um, a lot of people don't know, um, actually started off as a villain. Oh, okay. Before he became a hero. And he did some, like, really dark stuff. Like, he would... Um, I think he killed people, like, by sliding himself inside another human and then just oh, expanding. Wow. Oh, like, that's yeah. cool. Like, I'm like... I mean, like, it's... It's dark, and like, yeah. you wouldn't expect that for a character like that. But I think, yeah, you could totally do that. And he got away in a technicality. <laughs> yeah, I can see him playing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we were speaking about Shazam earlier, uh, very briefly. The sequel's already been greenlit. Mm. Uh, the same writer is coming back. Smart, smart, smart. And they've also announced that the Black Adam film uh, will be shooting within the year. And for those who don't know, Black Adam is kind of the main Shazam villain. They have the same powers, they have the same suit, except um, Black Adam's is negative, so instead of red and gold... It's like black and... Actually, I think it's black and gold. So it's just... The black one is clearly the evil one. Yeah. Uh, and as we know, The Rock is playing Black Adam. They kind of... Um, How is he? They announced that. And also, spoilers, uh, he kind of is in Shazam very briefly. You've got to really oh, okay. look for it, but he is in there. Are you saying Black Adam? Adam. His name's Adam. Adam. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Titans. I talked yep. about that show a lot uh, late last year. I loved that show. They cast their Bruce Wayne... Um, Ian Glenn from Game of Thrones, Sajora, is going to be playing Bruce Wayne. A little bit older than I thought, just because Dick Grayson looks like he's in his early 20s, but I'm in. Like, great actor. Mm. Love Ian Glenn. Um, and I think he'll bring like, a really cool, like, older gentleman charm to Bruce mm. Wayne. Uh, and he can be rough as well. Like, if you see him in Game of Thrones, like, when he's in the fighting pits and stuff, yes. I'm like, oh, he can be charming and brutal. <clears throat> I sort of feel like he's aged up a little bit in Game of Thrones, though. Well, he's 58. Is he really? Yeah, yeah, I looked that up. Crikey. Wait, who does he play in Game of Thrones? Sajora? Oh, yeah. I would have said he was like 10 years younger than that. Yeah, I think, and like, if you ever see, I think, I mean, I don't know, I watched the most recent one, but he was in the Resident Evil films quite a bit as well. He's like one of the, like, head guys in in the Evil Corporation. And especially that last one, like, he looks like he could be a lot younger. Mm. And I don't know whether that was makeup or CG, but I was like, yeah, I buy that who could be, like, you know, late 40s. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm totally in. Like, I, I like that casting a lot. Um, and the last little bit of DC news, um, actually will have happened by now, they uh, brought in a new villain on Flash called Godspeed, who is hands down one of my favourite villains in the Flash universe. Um, he's just another speedster. But he's got a cool... Well, we haven't seen that. It just aired tonight, so oh, we'll okay. see it later. Cool. Um, yeah, he's just a... I don't know how they're going to do him in the show because his origins in the books are a little bit different. It's just another speedster, but basically in the comics, I'm going to go a little tangent really quickly, there was this big like speed force storm, and what happened was like hundreds of people in Central City got infused with the speed force, and oh. because there's so many, so there all these random people just suddenly as fast as the Flash, but because so many people were like now infused with it, um, it kind of like pulled the energy of the speed force and leveled it out, so the Flash was no longer the fastest man alive, he got slowed down because everyone was uh. pulling from it. Um, and Godspeed. Like how you're talking about the insurance of my car. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. That's why I use the term "pool" in general. Um, but it's just like cool. It's like a white and gold costume. It's just cool, and I, I liked him because he was also a cop. He was actually a friend of Barry's, and Barry didn't even realize. So I don't know. I like that, and mm. I saw the photo. I'm like, oh, I like that. Like he's a cool villain. Like he's probably not as good as Reverse Flash, but he's up there for me. So anyway, I just wanted to look. To- Want to nerd out over Godspeed? That's a cool name as well. Like that's a great Godspeed yeah, is a that's cool That's actually for a, that's a rarity for Flash. I yeah. do really enjoy yeah. that name. Like that's, that's a cool name. villain name. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I like that. Like that's one of the few ones where I'm like, that's better than a Batman villain. Yeah, name. that's good. Yeah. that's a good name. 
Uh, let's get, jump over to Marvel real quickly. Um, there's not too much Marvel stuff to talk about this uh, this week. Uh, Angelina Jolie is apparently in talks to join the Eternals cast. So that's cool. Mm. I don't know if I need an Angelina Jolie in that kind of movie. It's one of the, she's one of those stars who's so big. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, agreed. And it's not like you can't put stars. Like we've talked a lot about Tom Cruise, um, especially last year, and like when we went to that Mission Impossible face. I'm like... Oh yeah, I would like him as Green Lantern actually. Like I do like it. Yeah. But there's certain stars where I'm just like, look, you can do that, absolutely. But I also find that when those really big stars get involved with big properties, it doesn't always quite work out because mm. maybe, you know, I don't I don't know the story behind it, but I, I, feel, I feel like a big name. There's a lot of lawyers and people being like, well, they need to get some screen time and yeah. they need to have a producer credit and yeah. this, this, and this. And I don't think she would necessarily do that. Like she directed Unbroken, which I think was an Academy Award nominated film. So I think. She would, like, if she dug the material, she would respect it. But I'm just kind of like, ah, eh, like, I don't need her. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And, like, she's way... Without disrespecting a genre that I love so much, she's way too smart and talented to be bothering with this. Like, I think comic book films are, like, very creative and artistic, and you got... Well, it's like, um, I felt weird seeing um, Jude Law in... Mm. Yeah. In Captain Marvel. And Jake Gyllenhaal... In the Spider-Man trailer. Oh, I'm so excited about Jake Gyllenhaal. I feel like I'm like, this isn't the place yeah, for you. Yeah. This isn't your place. Do you know, I think with this, it's going to sound a little bit weird saying this, I think like the superhero genre and like fantasy and stuff, you don't need superstars, you need yes. character actors. Yes. Like people who can just slip in and mm. like play as part of a team and stuff. Yes. You don't. And yeah. like Jude Law did a great job, don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's, he's actually job. really he's good at really, it. really, yeah. really good. Mm. But like, I just couldn't get over the fact that I was like, you're Jude Law. Yeah. I'm yeah. watching Jude Law. I think what you want in these things, and I think you could go <clears throat> almost to a man or a woman, go through the, the really good films with this, but like you want it to be character first, and mm. then you're like, oh yeah, that's... Yeah. Like, you, yeah. like the first Iron Man, I mean, I hadn't had that much exposure to Robert Downey Jr., mm. but it's like, bang, that's Iron Man. Yeah, yeah definitely. And now yeah. I know that Iron Man is Robert Downey Jr., obviously. Yeah. Same with Thor, mm. you know. I mean, yeah. Scarlett Johansson, maybe, mm. but she's so good anyway but. well it's like when you watch Game of Thrones there's no other than Sean Bean in season mm. 1 and Charles Dance who again uh, you know, and even then Charles Dance like I would, you know, I would outside big, big in Britain exactly. but like big not big but like and then you get to the episode where Ed Sheeran makes his cameo and you're yeah, like what the just, fuck is going yeah, on just, yeah. but again like Sean Bean character actor like yeah, that's exactly. what it's like you yeah. want characters you want stage actors mm. people who just kind of go in and ch- Churn out a performance and work together. Like you don't. Like need... it wouldn't make sense to then all of a sudden have like Jennifer Aniston playing, you know, Catelyn Stark's sister or something mm-hmm. like that. Like that just would be yeah. weird. The only exception I would say to the rule, mm-hmm. um, and people might disagree with me, I, but I think it's true. Ben Affleck is Batman. That's a yeah. superstar mm-hmm. who immediately. And just... and the only other sorry to interrupt. You're you, right. The only other exception to the rule where this has worked tenfold is the Harry Potter series. Like, that series mm. is chock-a-block full of, like, yeah. A-list celebrity, Br- British yeah. I'll say, celebrities. Yeah, I, I would go back to you and just say, I would say A-list in terms of their performances. But again, like, with the exception of maybe um, Alan Rickman, I would say a lot of them, you know, we... I don't know, Dame Maggie Smith? Yeah, it's, like, it's chock-a-block. You, you know, know Harry Potter is chock-a-block full of I don't, that I mean, guys. I agree, oh, that guy. I agree with you, but I, th- I don't know what it is. And maybe it's because we're so kind of indoctrinated with, like, American culture. It's because but they're British and not I'm American. just kind of like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, but like, I think consider all British actors, like, no, they're actors. Like, they're not there 
put their have, have their, yes exactly yeah, they don't have yeah. their, they don't they have their name put ahead of everyone else they're like I'm here to do a job I'm here to become a character yeah. I do it and I move on like, I think it's because of the um, I think it's because of the Hollywoodization yes I agree of actors. so mm. there's plenty of American actors like the other day you turned to me and you go did you know that Peter Dinklage is American and I was like yes of course I know mm. that and it's like because there's the actors that we see as Hollywood eyes, yeah. and they're the ones who are like Angelina Jolie, who are like Jennifer Aniston, who are like Courtney Cox, and things like that. I'm just thinking friends, people. Mm. <laughs> um, and then you have all like people American in a relationship actors. with Brad Pitt. Yeah, mm. and, and then you have actors who are outside of that, and then you have that weird actors who are on the cusp. So. Brad Pitt mm. and Leonardo Di- DiCaprio, I almost said Da Vinci there, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio, I would say that they're on the cusp because they are both Hollywoodized, mm. yeah. but they also do left of centre. Yeah. Do you know what it is that with those two? Those two um, in their early careers mm. had big Hollywood moments. You had Titanic, yeah. you had um, Thelma and Louise, mm. uh, and stuff. And then at a certain point, they were like, okay, I've now worked enough that I can choose what I want to do. Yeah. And they got to do the creative stuff. And like, ironically, the link for them both is Tarantino. It's like, yeah. now I can go and do Inglourious Bastards, which to me is maybe Brad Pitt's best performance. Like, yeah. He's so... And I, I mean, I love him in Ocean's Eleven as well. I think Ocean's Eleven is a really underrated performance. Mm. But um, in Inglourious Bastards, you're like, yeah. But that's Brad Pitt. Like, he is a superstar and everyone knows his name. Like, he was referencing a Shania Twain song. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's, in the pop culture, mm. but you still watch that and you're like, you forget that it's Brad Pitt. Yeah. Um, DiCaprio, I had a harder time forgetting <clears> in, <throat> in Django, and I think it's because no one looks like DiCaprio. You're just like, yeah. he's, he's always one of the more unique performers. Mm. Yeah, definitely. But I'll never forget this thing Tom Cruise said. I, someone asked him, you know, whether he would want to be part of like the Marvel Universe or something. Mm. This was in a talk show. And I really respect him because he's just, he said, no, like, I've got my thing. Yeah. You know, I'm in the, it was, must have been for Fallout. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I've got this Mission Impossible franchise. Mm. Like, I don't need to be in that. They don't yeah. need me. And it's yeah. like, so true. Like, mm. he's got his thing. Yeah, he's mm. got yeah. his thing. That's what he's happy doing his yeah. thing. Yeah. I just thought of another one, another exception to the rule, Kurt Russell in, in Guardians 2. Like, you know that's Kurt Russell, yeah. but you, Kurt Russell is so enigmatic and so fun to watch. You just forget <laughs> who he is. Yeah. You just, like, mm. he t- and like it's not like he looks different in every role. Like quite often you're like, oh, he looks the same as he did in that role. He looks the same as he did in that role. But you just he's so charming to watch. Like he looks almost identical in Guardians and in Hateful Eight. And both yes. of them just like, oh, yeah. I'm watching you, Kurt mm-hmm. Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, and never once thinking of him as Kurt Russell. Ultimately, at the end of the day, all you actors are doing a great job. Yeah. As a to drama actors. teacher. Yeah, to actors. Yeah, Cheers. take that wine away from Nick. His, that, his yeah. success is no longer <laughs> important. Actors are the true success. Um, stick with Marvel News. There was a new um, uh, International Avengers poster, and it revealed that Valkyrie is still alive and undusted. Because mm. um, I guess we all kind of assumed that maybe she was gone. Um, so she might pop up in Endgame, which I'm cool with. I think more Valkyrie is awesome. Probably less drinking this time. Mm. I know Tina was kind of like, oh, she did was drink. And I was like, yeah, but she's still cool. Uh, Wait, where was she then at the start of Infinity War? So yeah. there's been um, there's been some discussion from the directors and also there are little clues in the movie but it's really hard to come by. So at the very open of Infinity War, if you listen, there's like a distress call going out and they actually say that half of their ships have deployed um, but they're under attack. So yeah. half of the people did get away. So people like Korg and Meek yeah. and Valkyrie. I think what probably happened was... Um, I think they had said it, Thor would have been like, because he's the head of Asgard now, he's like, 
get out of here. Yeah. Like, I'll stall as long as I can. You get out of here and I'll protect our people. Yeah. You do see some fallen Asgardian warriors at the start as well. Yeah. Also, fun little fact, um, which most people know already. The person making the distress call is Kenneth Branagh, director of the first Thor movie. Oh, nice. Oh, very cool. Oh, nice, yeah. Yeah. Um, And also the other directors have come out and said, look, oh, this character was dusted, this character got away and stuff. Um, So that's cool. Uh, Do you guys like David Harbour and Rachel Weisz? Of course you do. David Harbour is the sheriff in Stranger Things. Yep. We love him. Mm. He's Hellboy right now. Still haven't seen that movie, but... Apparently, it is god-awful. Yeah, that's I've why... i really bad things. That's why I didn't drag you out to it last week, because I saw yeah. some reviews. I was like, oh, no. Apparently, it is Like a CG. It looked like it was just yeah. too much to... The one little bit of hope I got was that it had an Australian R rating, which is so rare these days. I was like, oh, maybe it would be violent and gory enough for me to still enjoy it. And I still think it might be, but I have heard a lot of bad things. Mm. Um, anyway, aside from that, we love David Harbour, and we like Rachel Weisz, oh, she's great in The Mummy, so good. Mm-hmm. great in The Favourite, even yeah. though that film is a weird movie. Great um, in Me Cousin Rachel. <laughs> she, I haven't seen it, but I trust oh, you. So good. Uh, they've both signed on to the Black Widow film. Cool. Very cool. So I don't know who they're going to play, but I'm in. So that mm. makes, means David Harbour now has been in a Marvel film and a DC film, she's also in Suicide Squad. Um, Captain Marvel. Billion dollars. It joined the club. Nice. Um, very deserving. I mean, at this point, I'm like, can just all the Marvel films make a billion dollars? <laughs> well, yeah. is it just me as a billion, not what it used to be? I know. Yeah, like, that's a couple, true. Of, a couple of years ago, I think it was maybe last. When was it? I don't know when it was, but people were worried like Infinity War might not make it, and then Black Panther made it, and like if Black Panther made it, like as good as that movie is, Infinity War yeah. has to make it. Um, people are speculating whether Endgame will uh, crack. Oh, it's the number one spot. If this isn't the biggest film of all time, mm. I'd be really surprised. Yeah. Here's what's competing against Avatar. Avatar made $2.7 billion in theatres, but it ran in theatres for basically a year. They yeah. never pulled it out. It had like a 3D screening re release, had an extended cut re release. Like, whenever da- uh, I was going to say David Cameron, whenever James Cameron <laughs> um, complains about superhero films, I'm like, I'm sorry, man. Like, you just left your film in theatres for a year. Yeah. yeah. We wanted to see things and we couldn't because Avatar was playing. I was like, why is it still playing? Like, there yeah. are other movies, like, so... I'm but, not... you would hope that after, how many years since the first Iron Man movie? 12? 11. 11? 11 years of this being in the making, you would hope, you would hope yeah. that it well, would beat that. You would hope... It would beat one movie standalone. It's got some things, it's, it's got some <laughs> things stacked against it, though. First of all, it's a three-hour film. Traditionally, longer films don't perform as well at the box office because it's just not what enough. What about Lord of the Rings? They did fine, but they, I don't think they even cracked a, a billion. And the reason not is... Not even Return of the King. I don't... Whenever I see those lists, Return It's not even, on there. Not, oh, really? not up there. Oh, okay. Um, the reason why is the longer the film, the less sessions you can play it in a the theatre. Ah. Cinema's only open from 10 till 10 normally. Yeah. So you only get... So just, like, that's yeah, that, that, that is a if, good point. If that's 12 I, hours, that's... Um, I'm trying to think three into twelve. So that's four sessions. If somewhere like read our, our local cinema reading, you might get two screens at event, yeah. maybe three mm. for the first two mm. weeks, and then it'll diminish down. So mm. you're only looking at yeah, a couple of sessions a day. Um, that being said, but uh, I don't think I've seen a level of interest. I mean, the closest thing is probably the Last Jedi. Yeah, in like the last ten years or mm. so, and. Um, 
I, I mean, that was big, but like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't really know anyone who's not going to see this yeah. at the cinema. Yeah. And that's mm. like, but it's also one of those things where, like, I, um, because we got our gold class tickets booked, we're going next Thursday. Um, yeah. We didn't realize it's a public holiday at the time, so we booked it, and then I found I had a day off, so I could have gone earlier. Mm. Uh, um, but it just means we can watch Infinity War in the morning and then yeah. go and see it at night. But you know, we might not get a chance to see it again. Like we saw Infinity War twice opening weekend. We saw the first Avengers twice opening weekend. Um, there might not be enough sessions with free spots for us to mm. go because it's so highly anticipated, which is good that people get to see it, but it means that open the opportunity for repeat business is lower because mm. there's less sessions. Yeah. Um, but we'll <laughs> see. I mean, I think it'll very easily crack a billion. I don't think there's any concerns with that. Hopefully it'll crack the Infinity War and like beat that. Like I love Infinity War, but you know, records are made to be broken. So, but we'll see. Fingers crossed. Mm. Um, oh, so I can't wait. Uh, I'm so excited. We have to start getting on the internet because apparently um, people have found spoilers out and uh, they're, they're deliberately going out of their way to spoil yeah. the film. So I've started to like, retain my... Um, I think I, I, I saw a headline which I scrolled past. Mm. Um, but I, I think there's been some like five minute thing. Yes, where... the last five minutes oh, of the film okay. has been... Okay, yeah. Apparently people have seen oh, it. I don't know how that that's happens. Not good. It's shocking. Um, I hate that. Yeah. Why don't we even fucking ruin it for other people? It's like, um, I can't remember what film it was, but like there was a real toxic portion of the DC fandom, which I hate, by the way, like mm. just to get it out there. I understand if you, I don't really understand it, but I can, you like DC and you don't like Marvel. You like Marvel and don't like DC. That's fine. Yeah. You don't have to like both, but it doesn't mean like you have to put down one in order to raise another. Mm. Like for me, I put like, because I wasn't raised in comics, like I didn't get into comics until quite late in life. So I've always been like, coexistence. Yeah. Like, I love Batman, but Iron Man's cool too. Like, yeah. I don't have to choose between my rich billionaire superheroes. Mm. I can enjoy both of them. Um, but, like, there were parts of the fandom who were like, we're going to, like, Captain Marvel was one of them. Like, we're going to tank this film. We're going to, like, give it a negative review on Rotten Tomatoes and, like, ruin mm. that score so people won't go and it won't make money. And so it's like, why? Mm. Why do you care? Yeah. It's not your money. Mm. If you want to see it, don't take a say Like, it's just, uh, just... Competition is good. Like, if DC is performing poorly compared to Marvel, which it has been, unfortunately, that's okay. Mm. Competition encourages improvement, mm-hmm. and it also means that there's somewhere for you to reach. Like, DC had a really good stretch. It was called the Dark Knight Trilogy, and they could not be touched. Like, there was one film in there called Superman Returns, which didn't do very well, and Green Lantern didn't do very well. But during that stretch, no other Marvel film... Like, that's, that was, during that time, you had X-Men The Last Stand, which mm. no one really liked... You had the Ben Affleck Dead album. You had Elektra. You had two Fantastic Four movies. You had X-Men Origins. Like, during that time, Marvel didn't do a very good job. Not until Iron Man did they start to pump out good movies. And even mm-hmm. then, between Iron Man and, like, Captain America 1, although I adore those films, people are like, mm, there's some dodgy ones in there as well. So DC had a really good run. It's now that they're not competing as well, everyone's getting all angry and being like, oh, we've got to the other movies. Just... Mm. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Like, we'll get there. Mm. Aquaman was a fine movie. It wasn't perfect. There's a lot of fun stuff there. Shazam, which we're going to talk about. DC on the right track for me. Mm. Like, Shazam is a really fun time. We'll talk more about that soon. I kind of gave away my review a little bit. <laughs> but anyway. Um, apparently, Avengers is going to be Stan Lee's last cameo. I'd heard that he'd filmed something for Spider-Man, but maybe they're thinking, you know what? It's the final chapter of the first saga. Yeah. 
this is the perfect way to send him out. And people are now speculating what his like cameo will be. Someone was like, maybe he's the either the first or the last one to come back from being dusted. I'm like, oh, that's nice. I like that. Yeah. Or like, um, are people coming back from being dusted? We don't know. I'd yeah. love to see if it, people are coming back. Mm. I'd love to see him just like sitting on a park bench, like the end yeah. of the Matrix. Mm. Yeah, remember that where the mm. Oracle is just on a park yeah. bench, the sun's coming up. Mm. Like, I would also like. If we do lose some heroes, which I think we will, it'd be even nice if he like read the eulogy for like Iron Man or something. Mm. That'd be kind of cool. Um, I don't know, but I'm in. Mm. Um, Are we going to do a Deadpool uh, for Avengers? Mm. We can. We've got another Deadpool to do tonight. Um, oh god! For another thing that's uh, that's come back, we'll talk about that soon. <laughs> um, I mentioned uh, Black Widow. They're shooting in June. Apparently, the Disney Plus streaming service, they released a bunch of logos this week. I don't know if you saw, like, so for um, Scarlet Witch and Vision, there was a logo. For Falcon and uh, uh, Winter Soldier, there was a logo. They've just announced that there's going to be a Hawkeye series as well. Cool. Oh, I like yes. Hawkeye. Hmm. I missed him in Infinity War. I was surprised. I was like, ah, oh, I do miss Hawkeye. Like, in hmm. Civil War, he's really good. Like, yeah. he's a really fun presence in there. You, you don't realise how much you miss him. Um, and there's been a few new Avengers clips this week as well. I watched all of them, and there wasn't, like, any spoilers in there, really, but there's one, um, I didn't, like, tell you guys to watch them, because I was like, ah, if you don't want to see any more of the film at this point, I'm like, I'm cool. Like, I'm going to probably stop watching them now as well. But it was basically that scene where, um, do you remember in the last trailer how Thor was like, I like her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically the setup for that scene was the clip. They released on Jimmy Kimmel or something first, and it was cool. And you got to hear, like, Cap be like, let's get that son of a bitch or something. I was like, oh, okay, cool, like, I'm ready. Let's, yeah, yeah. let's do that. Let's do what Cap said. Um, that's the last of my Marvel news. Here's something we haven't talked about in a while. Star Wars! Hello, welcome back. Star Wars is back. There's a brand new film coming out in December. Uh, it's going to be opening up against Jumanji 2, uh, which is mm. ballsy of Jumanji, but I've got to be honest, like, that first one was really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it had a teaser trailer, which we'll talk about later. It also has a title. The Rise? The Rise of Skywalker. Yes, that's right. How does everyone feel about that title? Yeah, that's fine. I have no issue with it. I'm intrigued. Yeah. yeah. And does that mean Ray is a Skywalker? I don't know. I don't think she's got to be. Well, someone... It's got to be. I can't remember who it was, but someone said online, they're like, maybe... Um, actually, I think it was Quinn from Impractical Jokers like, um, tweeted about it. And he was like, maybe like we're all looking too much into it. Like, maybe Skywalker is just now like kind of a pseudonym or like another word for Jedi. Like, yeah. like each like each generation, it's like it's not the the dark the empire anymore. It's the the new order mm. or whatever, or yeah. whatever they're called. It's like maybe Skywalker is the new thing. But for Jedi. the only thing that contests that is that the Jedi have their books in like their not life. anymore. Well, they used to. That's what and I'm saying. For eons and eons and eons, it was called Jedi. Mm. So. Maybe it's like a chance for them to rewrite history and stuff because yeah. Luke was the last of them and he burnt the text, and mm. they yeah. got Ray who learned from him and stuff, and like all this these people who were um, inspired by him, maybe it's kind of like, okay, now's a chance to kind of... Because the Jedi also aren't great. Like, if you look at... Like, you watch those movies, because as a kid, you're like, yeah, I want to be a Jedi. You watch those movies, you're like, oh, they're kind of jerks. Yeah. Like, yeah. they live by their rules, but they're, like, they're kind of, you know, hypocritical and stuff, mm. so maybe it's a chance to kind of rebrand them and it's something new. Um, we'll talk about the I mean, we can't really do much more until trailer trash with that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. There's lots of talk. But I just thought it was worth mentioning up. And then the last thing, or the last little bit is just some other news. I'm going to go through it really quickly. Um, there's two bits of Game of Thrones news. First of all, the walking tour is going to open next year. So we talked a little while ago last year about how... In Ireland? Is that I right? I think it's in yeah. Ireland. They're not breaking down the sets. They're keeping them. They're making a tour. Mm. Um, so that's cool. 
Also, because uh, it came back this week, uh, at the end of the season, once the final season, the final episode of Game of Thrones is aired, straight afterwards, there's going to be a two-hour making of season eight documentary. Cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. Which I'm very excited. And it'll probably be two hours, because HBO doesn't have commercials. So, yeah. um, I'm very excited about that. I remember when the final episode of The Office aired, and before it, there was a documentary for that. Yeah. I was like, oh, I like this. Mm, <laughs> yeah. That was good. Um, and keeping with uh, HBO, they released... Um, a little teaser, which we did all watch, I think, for My Dad Wrote a Porno. Did uh, they? Yeah, yeah, I, said, yeah, I yeah. sent it to you on Instagram. I don't know if you actually ended up watching it. Um, it's going to air on May 11th, and basically it's just their live show. Like, remember how oh, they okay. did a live tour? We were yeah. going to go to it, and we didn't, didn't get to go in the end. But they've recorded it for HBO, and they're going to air it. Um, and I'm excited. I like those guys. I like yeah. James, Jamie, and Alice. Mm-hmm. Um, we just started re-listening from the start, actually, recently. It's so entertaining. <laughs> well, it just never gets old. No, yeah. No. Um, we were watching this show, I think we talked about a few, maybe, maybe it was the last episode, maybe it was earlier, we, Tina and I were watching this show called Taskmaster, mm. uh, it's this British um, panel show where basically Greg Davies from Inbetweeners um, has like five comedians come on each season and he makes them do like random weird tasks and then he kind of scores them, and Alice from, um, HB, uh, from Dad Red Porno was on one season, and I was like, oh this is awesome, I love Alice Savine. And she was so shy compared to what she's oh, like really? on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because normally on the show, she's just... She's sort of the out there one. She's yeah. Like... But also, she's in radio. She's yeah. not really mm. in TV. She's like actually... In, yeah. in the UK, she has her own new, like, radio show. Yeah. So I think she's more comfortable on radio than mm. she is on TV. Yeah. And I think also she probably wouldn't... I mean, I don't know. I don't think yeah. she would necessarily refer to herself or consider herself a comedian. Even though yeah. I think she's hilarious. She's like, hilarious, but she's not... Yeah. She oh. doesn't. She's she's not advertised as a comedian. Mm. But it was so weird seeing her on that show and just seeing her kind of be a little bit more like mousy and stuff, just kind yeah. of you know not yeah. piping up as much. I'm like, no, that's what I like. She's still good though. She was good, although yeah, there were there were so many times in the show. I'm like, oh, Alice, like I was getting invested mm-hmm. in it, and she was making dumb decisions. Um, but I'm looking forward to that special. Um, I want to see those guys. Uh, Taskmaster. Oh no, um, the, the, the my dad wrote um, a porno special. Yeah. Taskmaster's coming back. Guys, that is all the news. That's all the news. Brief. I tried to keep it because there's so much. <laughs> um, Tina got up and got a cushion at one point. I'm like, oh, we're, she's falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, that means, guys, it's time to talk about some trailer trash. Shut out the trash. <laughs> no, I like that. What was that? Trash. Trash sound effect. Trash. Um, stall while I find a good one, okay? I have four trailers that I've watched, which we can talk about. And if there's anything I missed, bring it up. Otherwise, we'll just get into it. First one, probably the one we should get onto straight away. There was a trailer for the Joker movie. Oh, yeah! Hang on a sec. No, that's not it. Is that, um... Oh, no, I was going to say, is that Alice in Wonderland? But that one's called Church. It just sounds like trash. Hang on. Trash! <laughs> <laughs> Back. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that trailer was good. Mm. I really liked that. I liked that it was about him before he like the feeling that I get from it is it's all about what makes him the Joker. So mm. often we see the Joker in movies and he already is the Joker mm. and he's already crazy and he's just mm. he's just mental and all this kind of stuff like that. I really liked that and I think Joaquin Phoenix, isn't Joaquin it? Phoenix, yeah. Oh my god. Mm. Like, unrecognisable, yeah. but still, like, in the yeah. eyes, you could see. Really good. Like, I'm, 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 I'm all on board for it. I'm 100% on board for yeah. it. 
And it's so simple, that look. Yeah. Like, if it is very, like, a lot of people when the first photos leak, uh, were released, they're like, oh, it's like Cesar Romero's Joker, like, from the 66 Batman. Mm-hmm. But it just goes to show how effective that character is. You yeah. don't need mm-hmm. to use prosthetics. Yeah. You don't need to go over the top. Like, mm-hmm. you can put him in, like, a cheap red suit. Yeah. And some, like, it's almost like John Wayne Gacy kind of clown paint. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, it works. Yeah. And I was thinking about it, because I knew we were going to talk about it, and I was thinking about it and what it was that I enjoyed so much about it. I think the key to a character like the Joker, um, hands down, is the laugh. Yeah. Like, for me, his laugh is perfect. Like pitch yeah. perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, he gets high, and he can go deep. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, when people were talking about Jared Leto, because you always compare... Especially, you always compare... When you, whenever it's a character that gets played a lot, you often compare it to the previous performance. And I didn't mind Jared Leto. I didn't have the issue with Jared Leto that so people seem to have. Like, I didn't mind the tattoos. I'm like, yeah, I've read comics where Joker had tattoos. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind the grills. Cause I'm like, Batman's got his teeth out a bunch. That's fine. And even his performance, for the most part, I didn't mind. Like, yeah. when he was... The only thing about his performance I didn't like was his laugh. Like, he had that weird, like, eh, eh, like a crow. Yeah. And I was like, eh, that's... For me, that's, like, that's very measured and almost like the, the character's been like, this is how I'm going to laugh. Mm. Whereas like, in the comics, if you read them, or if you ever watch like the animated series of Mark of the Phantasm, like when Mark Hamill plays it, it's like ha ha, hoo hoo, he he, like he does all these different laughs, and that's what's interesting about the Joker, like because that's his more than any dialogue he has. That is who he is. Like the way he kind of responds, like he can do like a joyful laugh or a gleeful laugh, or like, this really kind of deep, mirthful, kind of evil, like intimidating laugh. Like that's how he personifies. And that trailer, like, it's only two two minutes or something, and you don't get a lot of dialogue from him, but that laugh, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Same with, um, that's also good about Heath Ledger, like, beyond anything else. Like, you listen to, like, it was like, I don't want to kill you! Like, yeah, that weird yeah, kind of, yeah. like... Yeah. yeah, so I'm in. Like, and I I'm, was concerned, like, that's one character I don't need an origin story for. Yes. And that trailer's like, please, mm. like, do it, do it. Like, this yeah. team... Do it. Like, do it a hundred times. Like, mm. I'm so in for this movie. Mm. Um, yeah, what was your thoughts, Nick? Oh, Sorry. No, no, 100% agree. I, I love, like, I mean, is that Gotham? Is that in Gotham? Is that... Yeah, I th- yeah. it is between Gotham, yeah. yeah. I love that, like, bleak city that they looks like they're going to recreate, which yeah. I, that's why one of the things I just love about Gotham in in any of, like, the Batman stories. Like, yeah. even the animated one is so cool. So, it looks really suitably bleak for a story like that. Mm. Um, I love the fact that we see... The thing you kind of get from the trailer is that he's someone who's just got a very thin grasp on like his sanity. Anyway, yeah. you can tell that like mm. he's obviously like an outsider. Yeah. The dancing, yeah, oh, I love. Yeah, it. when he had the sign and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and then like they steal his sign and you can, uh, it just. Like, I felt for him. Yeah, you that's know? right. I really like when he got hit and stuff. I was like, oh no, this mm. poor man. And then I'm like, Tina, hang on a second, he's the Joker. Like, yeah. you don't. And I, I kind of just like, I kind of almost empathized. With the fact that like everything was just so bad mm. that's almost funny, mm. and that it felt to me from the trailer was just like how yeah. hey, we just started yeah. losing his mind, yeah. And there's that symmetry in the trailer, and I'm sure like if we see it in the trailer, we're gonna see the movie. I think like the first shot is like him walking up the steps, like defeated, yeah. and at the end he's in the makeup and he's like yeah. strolling yeah. down the steps, almost yeah. like oh just, and it doesn't look like anything DC have done before mm. which is what I love about it mm. like if you watch those 
if you watch most Superman movies, with the exception of Man of Steel, which is, like, I think one of the reasons why I do like Man of Steel so much, you watch any other Superman movie, it's like, oh yeah, it looks like that other Superman movie, like the Brandon Routh one, which everyone seemed to really dislike. And I don't think it's a terrible film, it's just a bit, just a bit watered down. I'm like, yeah, it feels like Christopher Reeve. Like, all those Keaton Batman movies, and then, like, Val Kilmer and stuff, it's like, yeah, they're just copying each other. Mm. Like, they kind of, like, kind of go through this phase, but you kind of know what a Batman film looks like. Like, even Batman vs Superman, which I really enjoy, I'm like, oh, I've seen Dark Gotham before. Like, you've done it. Like, mm. this is darker, but I've seen it before. Whereas this, I'm like, I have not seen anything mm. in the DC unit. Like, any comic book film, same thing with Logan. I'm like, I've never seen anything like this. And you can take the violence out of it, and the swearing, and the adult stuff. It doesn't matter. I've never seen it presented this way before. And that's what I really dig about. It just doesn't seem... It seems different. It seems like some sort of creative voice. Mm. And they've been allowed to do what they want. So, oh, I'm so on board for yeah. Joker. And I was... I don't think I was ever sceptical about Joaquin Phoenix. Because yeah, I definitely. do like him. But I just... I think the reason I was just not interested was because it was like... We've got Heath Ledger. Then we had Jared Leto. Mm. And it... I didn't like that. I yeah. Mean, I know you're saying you didn't mind it. But like... I just didn't like it. The whole thing felt too contrived. It felt yep. too like like a team of writers that got in there and it's like, what can we? How you know creepy can we of? make him? You know, it reminds me of in the Simpsons when they make Poochie. Yeah, and they're oh, like, yeah. he needs to be cooler, yeah. and then they're shading his sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's he's like that whole movie is hot topic. Yeah, like that's a hot topic superhero yeah. film. Like mm. if you, it's like. They got tattoos and they're edgy, yeah. but they're edgy for thirteen-year-olds. Yeah. Like it's not really edgy. It's just like yeah. if a teenage kid was like, "How many girl, thirteen-year-old girls I've seen mm. in that daddy's little monster T-shirt?" I'm like, "You don't even know what the fuck you're wearing." Yeah, um, but I'm definitely in. Um, yeah, can't wait. I think it's good. So uh, yeah, Joker film. Tick tick tick. Yes. <laughs> um. So another trailer that dropped this week. This week? It was this week? I don't know if you guys saw it. Was the new Adams Family trailer? Did not. No, I didn't see that. So they, um, they're doing an animated film. I think Oscar Isaac is playing Gomez. Great casting. Um, it looks... I want to see a few more trailers. Because it looks a little bit sanitised. Which I know sounds weird for a kid's property. But The Addams Family is always... For a kid's cartoon and even like a TV show back in the 60s. A little bit edgier. Yeah. I know we're just talking about like how edgy the Hot Topic Suicide Squad was. Yeah. But it was a little bit dark and they did kind of get a little bit macabre and stuff. And this just kind of feels like... They've tamed it down a little bit for modern kids. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Um, but I love the Adams Family. I don't like. I don't know how other people feel about a property as old as that. But I no, like, I love the Adams Family. It's great. I am um, like, the musical is not, but mm. I love the movies and the TV show. Yeah, I but can't say it's it a, a TV show. Any good right? franchise have really gotten into? Yeah, it. there was a sixty. There was a sixty show. It was yeah. Adams Family and those monsters. Yeah. And um, I think it was Penn Jillette who summed it up best. Um, when they were talking about it, um, he was saying, like, one of the lessons he said to, that he gave his kids was, like, if you're going to, if you want to, like, relate to a family, always go Adam's family, not mon- monsters. Adam's family are happy to be who they are and make the world kind of mold around them. Mm. Whereas the monsters are doing their best to try and fit in with the world around them, whatever. I was yeah. like, oh, that's cool. I like that. We were an Adam's family. Yeah, we family. were too. And, like, actually, we kind of did half and half. Like, we would watch monsters as well. Was but... monsters even on Australian TV? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, okay. It was on. Like, it would have been on the same time or like the same kind of time slot as like Get Smart, mm. Batman sixty six. Like, yeah, we would have seen. We would we would Get Smart family. Too. Yeah, but um, but I'll you know I want to see another trailer because I'm in. Like I, I like that family quite a bit. I've seen I think all of the. I've probably seen just about every incarnation of like I dig it. Mm. It's just it's just fun. 
Because as a kid, I was always into, I've always been into horror. Like, even when I was, like, six, yeah. seven years old, I yeah. liked vampires. Mm. So Fun. I was like, yeah, that's cool. I like that. I mm. like... So, um, yeah. Okay, but there's someone in it who I was really excited about. Um, so now I'm going to quickly go down. Chloe Grace Moretz. No, I do like that she's in it, but there was someone... Finn Wolfhard's in it. Chalice Theron's in it. Um, oh, Nick Kroll is playing Uncle Festa, and I like Nick Kroll quite a bit. Um, he's in Parks and Rec as the douche. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's the creator and voice <laughs> of characters in Big Mouth, which I really like as well. So, um, I like that casting. Uh, there was a, tra- a new trailer for The Lion King. Yes, which made me cry. Yeah, I saw it, and I was like, this is dark, I'm not telling Tina about it, because she will cry. And then I just came across it, and I cried. Did you watch it, Nick? Uh, yeah, I did. Mm. Thoughts? Did you cry? I didn't cry, but I don't have the attachment to the first one. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's just the, it's, the, the stampede. Oh, mm, it's the looking stampede. surprisingly good from my own perspective because mm. I'm not a massive... I wasn't like a massive Disney kid, and so I think that live-action remakes are a little dicey because there's a charm in The Lion King yeah. and Aladdin for me. Yeah, And absolutely. like the new Aladdin yeah. trailers are, are doing nothing for yeah. me. I'm not excited at all. I think um, last time I was like, it looks like Disney Channel. Like, it just looks under budgeted yeah. for some reason. It just feels like, just something about it, it just feels a bit cheap. It just, yeah. And like, it doesn't look cheap in terms of like, oh, they didn't put enough money. It just looks like they chose to make it a much smaller product. Like, if you watch, I've already talked about it, if you watch Batman vs Superman and then watch Justice League, you're like, these are, like, one was shot in the real world and one is shot in sets. So yeah. Justice League feels so small because yeah. they're in front of green screen the whole time. Like, yeah. even Avengers is in front of green screen all the time, but it feels big. Mm. Uh, and that's what Aladdin feels like. It just feels like it's shot in front of green yeah. screens in, like, small rooms and stuff, yeah. Um, but, but no, nah, like, Lion King, I'm, I'm keen to see it. It's, a, it's got a great cast. Like, cons- considering they had to replace, or they chose to replace so many great cast members from the original, mm. I'm surprised at how much I dig it. Like, with the exception of James Earl Jones they brought back, like, John Oliver replacing Rowan Atkinson, I'm like, yeah, cool. Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner as Timon and Pumbaa. I'm like, yes, mm. I like that. I think Beyonce is—is is she Nala or is she the mum? I don't know. I, I can't actually list it. But she's in it. Like, I really want to hear Donald Glover Simba because he's playing grown-up Simba. Yeah. Um, oh, he's playing grown-up Simba. Yeah. He's playing kid Simba. I don't know. They probably will have gone for maybe like a lesser-known mm. actor or whatever because they spent so much money on this film. It's it looks... not JTT. No, not again. <laughs> it looks phenomenal. Yeah, I just, um, and I'm in. Like, I'll go check it out. The only, the only other casting I would have kept is Jeremy Irons as Scar. I'm like, why would you Jeremy's ever replace yeah. He's so good, I would never. Young Simba is J.D. McCray. Yeah, I don't know who that yeah. is. You don't know J.D. McCray? McCrary. J.D. Beyonce uh, plays Nala. Yeah, cool, so I was right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, oh, who's Keenan Michael? Ah, uh, Kamari? I don't know who it is, is, but I love Keegan Michael Key. character. Tina knows that. Like, there's a whole phase where everyone's on TV. I was like, oh, it's Keegan Michael Key. She's like, oh, oh my John God. Oliver's Zazu. I just said that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't is that listening. The, what's, who's the parrot? That's uh, Zazu. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it's oh, Ron Atkinson. Of, no, it was Gilbert Gottfried, wasn't it? No, that's Iago in Aladdin. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Parrot? There's parrot, a parrot, Kamari must be one of the hyenas. Oh, maybe. Sarabi is a hyena. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Alfred Woodard. She's great. Um, my only concern is I just don't see the need for this film at all. That's yeah, but then that was the same with Cinderella, and then that's the same with 
Mulan, and that's the same with Beauty and the Beast. Like with all of these, there is no need for them. There's I don't, no but need I'll, for these I'll be honest with you. Remakes, I haven't seen. It's good to have them if you want them. I haven't seen Cinderella, but it I was okay. I have felt the same way about all the live action remakes. Mm. So like Jungle Book, I thought was okay. Um, uh, what was the other one we saw? Beauty and the Beast, I thought was okay. Like, not bad films, but I think the animated originals have still been better. And it's not like kids aren't watching cartoons anymore. Mm. So, like, the audience is still there for those originals. Mm. And they're so beloved that I don't think it's unlikely. Like, it's not like they skipped a generation and they're not being passed yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're still popular. So, that, that's my only thing. Now, the difference is Mulan, because you did bring that up. To... <laughs> Yeah, Keegan Michael Key is playing the, the dumb, dopey one. The uh, dumb that's cool. Hyena. That's yeah. cool. Like the exception to the rule, I think, is Mulan because I'm like, I want to see. That's a story which I think can be so epic that cartoon can't necessarily translate that. Where I want to see like the Lord of the Rings version of Mulan, mm-hmm. like that opening scene of Lord of the Rings where all the elves like, they're all uniting dumb, against um, Sauron. Like I want to see like that in Mulan. Mm. You're not going to get the, the effect of that in a cartoon. But most of them kind of like... I mean, like Little Mermaid's another one I think you could maybe benefit, um, especially in the wake of something like Aquaman. Like, there was that moment in Aquaman mm-hmm. where Mira had, like, the jellyfish dress. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, And I was yeah. like, yeah. That is, that is Little Mermaid. I'm like, that's, yeah. that's Ariel. Like, that, mm-hmm. I, I dug that a lot. Mm-hmm. So, um, there are a few that I could kind of be like, yeah, but, like, Lion King, because there's no humans in it anyway, I'm just kind of like, eh. But I'll give it a go. And John Favreau is a great director. So I'm still yeah. on board. I just don't. I just wanted see to them. clarify yeah. that um, Azizi and Shenzi um, and Kamari are the hyenas, and Sarabi yeah. is the mum. Yeah. So that means that um, Alf Alfred Woodard is playing Sarabi. Yeah, she was in Civil and War. And Eric Andre is playing one of the hyenas. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, he's in. Um, is it Disenchanted or Disenchantment? Yeah, he he's is. In that. Yeah, he's we in started the watching that um, with Matt Groening show. Mm. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, we're, it's okay. We're only two in. There have been some moments in it that really made me laugh, but it is also, there are a lot of moments where I'm just kind of like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's kind of few and far between, but that moment where um, the elf got launched into the air and accidentally stabbed the ogre in the eye yeah, that was cracked me up so much. Um, the last trailer, it's this little small independent film, but I thought we should probably mention it. Um, it's called Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. Oh my god. What a bait and switch! <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that come out of nowhere, by the way? Um, I did see something online. They're like, it's coming. Like we're do- we're releasing it soon. Yeah. Um, but because I'm in Avengers fever right now, and Marvel haven't disappointed me in a long time, and Star Wars have disappointed yeah. me constantly recently, I was just excited. Like there's a, the Rock's been like pushing. There's a new like Fast and the Furious trailer out in a couple of days for that yeah. spin-off movie. Uh, Hobbs um, and whatever. And I'm like, oh yeah, probably looking forward more to that than yeah. Star Wars at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, let's talk about the Star Wars trailer. I mean, I, I kind of was like, yeah. well, it was it was a teaser, wasn't it? Yeah. So we saw Ray on a desert planet. Yeah. yeah. Well, is it just picking up where it left off? Is that where they were Playing at the end? Chicken with a a tie fighter. A tie fighter. I did like that as um, much as like, I was kind of like, oh, I was whelmed. I did like, and I want to see her cut a ship in half with a lightsaber. Like, so now we we left them on that icy the desert planet yeah. that like bled. Yeah, 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 which was cool. Ooh, yeah. That was um, salt, wasn't it? it was yeah, salt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, the main thing I want to talk about is like the end. Lando, the laugh. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sheev, 
That's what? Palpatine's first name. I don't remember the laugh. Yeah, because it was like... <laughs> and oh, I was, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, 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 yeah, cool. so I just don't know what that means. I mean, obviously, like, the Emperor is back, but I just... Mm. Like, where's he been? How's he alive? Maybe it's just his essence. Mm-hmm. Maybe. maybe. His essence. Or maybe it's an old projection... Yeah. So, like, maybe some old data well, that is yeah. recovered. It looked like they were, um... Like, a, like an R2 projection or yeah, something? Yeah, or something. It looked like they were trying to dig up something like the Death Star. Yeah, that's in the ocean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, uh, like, one of the last shots, when they're on, like, a cliff face and looking across... Yeah, it's, like, broken and poking... Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that's the, that's the Death Star. Yeah, yeah. Um, I only watched it once. Like, I, unlike, um... Force Awakens and even Last Jedi, this trailer didn't do as much for me, mm. so I wasn't like I didn't like need to rewatch it straight away. Um, but there was some cool stuff in there. Like if I did like seeing Lando again, although I did kind of get that fear that someone I remember I was listening to someone talk about Force Awakens and they hated it, and they're like, you know, it bummed me out that my hero, the heroes of my childhood, grew up and they're sad. Mm. And I didn't feel that way because I like I think Force Awakens is very good, and I like that. I don't want there to be a happy ending and then everything's great for 40 years and then, like, they get dragged back in. Yeah. Like, I like that it's been a struggle. But seeing Lando, I was just like, oh. Like, he was, like, the pimp of the sky. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was the ladies' man and everything's going right. I just saw him. And even though he looked happy, just, I'm like, yeah, he's aged. Like, you could just, I mean, of course he's aged. But I was just like, I didn't, that made me feel more sad. I was like, oh, I hope he's not living the way he was 30 years ago. I yeah. hope, like, I, like that's that's not a great lifestyle for a man of his age. Yeah. Like, I hope like he's found some happiness or some you settled know, down. He's calmed down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, got himself a nice cloud city family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, and like Kylo Ren rebuilding his helmet looks like. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I I didn't get a lot else out of it. I mean, it looks like they're all the gangs back together. We saw Poe and we saw Finn. And I think they were together, weren't they? Yeah. Like they're hanging out. There was no Rose in the trailer, was there? No. no. Which feels... Good. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I mean, I didn't like that character. Get bashed. Can I, can I just say, I completely forgot about her until you just mentioned it. That's how un... Yeah. Like, how little of an yes. impact she's made on me. I think, um, it's going to sound like that, but I feel like that's a deliberate marketing choice because mm. that was one of those characters that brought stuff. And again, look... Didn't like the character that much, and it wasn't even I didn't like that character. Just to me, I'm like, it felt like a social commentary shoved into a character so, title. Yeah. Like, um, and I feel awful about what happened to that actress. Like, obviously that's terrible. Like, she was the abuse she got was definitely like not warranted. Like, she didn't no, write no, that character. Exactly right. And like, if I was offered a role, if, if, that if were, I was offered a role in Star Wars, yeah. I'd take it. Yeah, no matter yeah. what the role is, I'd take it. Like, the, someone was like, yeah, I'll be Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, Do you exactly. Because it's Star Wars. Yeah. So I get it. Um, but I feel like from a marketing standpoint, they were like, you know what? Let's not put her in the yeah, first yeah. trailer. Um, She'll be in it because I saw a shot of her at some Star Wars event. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, like, Maybe, like, maybe we'll love her this time around. Do you know what I mean? Like, because every film there's a chance to improve them and stuff. Mm. Like, I think Jar Jar Binks, like, using him as an example, becomes more tolerable over the tri- over his trilogy. Like, that first one, you're like, oh my god, like... Oh. The racist stereotype isn't great, but in terms... You remember him, sir. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
broke me for a second. It was really funny. No, to, to retort that, no, Jar Jar doesn't become more tolerable. Yeah. He just doesn't get as much screen time. I think that maybe that's part of it, but it's like in smaller doses, you're like, oh yeah. Like, it's, Let's it's, not forget, he's the dumbass who gave Palpatine executive powers. Yeah, that's true. Um, maybe she, he's a bad example, but I feel <laughs> like there is... Um, I was going to say Anakin, but even then, like, I don't like him in any of those three films either. Um, it's tough to... You know what? Let's stay with the prequels. That's, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get angry. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, there's room for growth. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, maybe like she'll become more... like In the hands of someone like J.J. Abrams. And not to say that Ryan Johnson's not a good filmmaker. Like, it's a good-looking film, and there's some really cool stuff, and that one just wasn't for me. But nor for me. Um... <laughs> Maybe in the hands of J.J. Abrams, like, yeah. he'll give us up to do that. I'll be like, oh, yeah. I have, like, yeah. I dig that character now. I have a lot of faith in J.J. Abrams. I just think he's the perfect man for... This. Star Wars is not uh, yeah, any old franchise. It's, like, the biggest... Possibly the biggest cultural phenomenon on the planet. Yeah. It requires someone who can, like, balance... gives Like, exactly... The force of like what people like the majority want mm. and what the hardcore nerds want. You need someone who can handle a spectacular, mm. like someone who has very much molded his career around someone like a Steven Spielberg. Like Steven Spielberg himself did, didn't have much to do with Star Wars, but he did Indiana Jones with George Lucas. But if you look at JJ Abrams' career and a lot of his film choices, you're like, oh yeah, like Cloverfield. In many ways. Is or air, um, or it may be Ten Cloverfield Lane. Even it's a better comparison. Is a lot like Jaws. Like it's a monster film where you don't really see the monster, and it's more about the characters and stuff. And like even though they're very different films, in terms of like the way they're shot, and in terms of like the choices made in the storytelling, you're like, oh yeah, that is kind of a okay. I can see that. And he's done a lot of sci-fi stuff, um, like Super Eight, and um, like Star Trek. Do you mean like he can handle a big budget spectacular film? And make it like a really good popcorn film that will appease to newcomers and people who are kind of loyalists and stuff. Like he's one of those few directors who, even though he's kind of a big name now, I'm like, give him a Marvel, give him a DC, mm. like give him a tentpole film, like because he just he knows how to he just can walk that line so well. Um, and again, like I love Force Awakens, um, so I'm very that, that's the one thing for I'm like, all right, like. That teaser didn't do much for me, but it is JJ. Yeah. And JJ gave us Force Awakens. He's given us so many good things. So we're probably in good hands. Um, but yeah. And there was a couple of um, <clears throat> promo shots released for the um, upcoming Star Wars show. Um, it's called Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. I um, didn't really have a look at too much of that, but it was pretty cool. Mm. I haven't seen it at all, so. Sure does. Yeah. No, I, um, I've heard of it. I think it's going to be like one of those things you need to get Disney Plus for. Yeah. Is it um, is it Boba Fett? Is that what it's meant to be? Yeah, or? I think so. I, I assume that's him. Makes sense. He's a character people love. Mm. Despite the prequels. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. I saw his old man get beheaded in front of him. Yeah, true. Um, well, that's the trailers. Unless you guys have anything I've missed. The only thing that I can think of is the new Chris Lilly show, Lunatics. Have you guys seen the trailer for mm-hmm. that? I haven't seen the trailer. Mm. Talk about it. What do you think? Uh, I wasn't in. Uh, I didn't... Like, most of the other mm. things, I can kind of, like, get behind. I didn't watch the trailer, so I don't know. Um, yeah. Like, you know what he is for me, though? He's like... Um, and sorry, I'm going to go off topic from yeah, what no, you're suggesting no. there. He's like, I want to see little 30-second clips of him 
on my like pop up on Facebook so I can just yeah. like snack on it, yeah. move on. I I, yeah. I never really watched his shows. Mm. Um, like, is it Mr. G, the teacher? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one of him where he quits, he's just like, here's yeah. the resignation, go fuck yeah, yourselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had enough here's of this. Here's flowers from my dead doggy. Shut up, you yeah. fat ass. Yeah. I mean, that's one of my favourite things ever. I love Mr. G. Like, thank God you're here. Grandma's been raped. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Mr. G's room, G's room, G's room. But, Welcome to Mr. G's room. Come inside. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I never like to watch his whole shows. And yeah, I just... None of the characters really yeah. got me. Mm. Can I ask? Because one thing that I... Here's the thing, because I, I like Summer High Tie for the most part. Like, yeah. I find it harder to watch as I get older because what I liked about it as a kid, I don't like about it now. Like, for mm. example, I liked Jonah. Mm. I liked him being a rebel, but now I see it, I'm like, oh, that teacher is really she sucks. Like, yeah. um, like this with him. But the thing I don't really like about it, and I didn't notice when I was younger, that I definitely noticed about, it, is he seems to somehow get away with just. Blackface, like yeah, racial stereotypes, um, and it's weirdly even Angry Boys, which is only a couple of years old. Like he's playing an Asian woman, mm. and I'm like, how did that happen? Yeah, I had a same a similar thing. Do you remember that show Come Fly with Me by mm-hmm. the Little Britain guys? Mm-hmm. So there's a character in that, and David Williams plays an Indian man. Yeah. As far as I know, David Williams has no Indian ancestry whatsoever. Yeah. And I feel very weird about that. Like, mm. it's, I find it hard to laugh at that I sort think, of thing. I think um, the thing is, and I like, I don't know. Like, it's a weird, it's a weird sort of thing. Like, I watched it, and there were some things that I liked, and there were some things that I didn't. Yeah. Like, there's this real estate family, and all the guys have really the big, big asses. <laughs> oh, I did laugh when he just, he, just, really he just bent over and knocked a vase over his ass. Yeah. That is so funny. I thought I thought that one was funny. I liked his character of the really really tall college girl. Okay, I, she was yeah, like it, she so. has like her own. She's like this socially awkward girl, and she has like a YouTube page. She's like, hey, Becca Naders, and all yeah. this kind of stuff. Like, I liked her, um, and yeah, I liked the guy with the really big yeah. ass. But um, yeah, no, I think I think the thing is is that. Because he's playing caricatures, like, because he's going so extreme with yeah. it, it's kind of like the racial part of it is such a small part. So, okay. like, for instance, what I mean by that is when he's playing his um, South African... So, in the in the show, there's a South African woman who is like a pet mentalist okay. and so she can like read the minds of pets and stuff like that I think because he goes so outlandish with the other stuff yeah. the race almost becomes secondary if that makes okay. sense so I'm not saying like what he's doing is right but what I'm saying is it's that if that's what you pick on yeah. to discuss mm. then it's kind of like well that's not what he's targeting mm. You know, yeah. everybody has to eventually be of some race. Mm. Oh, look, I'm definitely not coming um, down. And he's also playing, and that's, I think that's the other thing, because he plays male and female characters, mm. it's almost like a Barry Humphreys type mm. thing. Like, yeah. I am not a fan of Dame Edna Edrich, yeah. or whatever her name is. Sacrilege. But that's just that's because I don't Find like that character. Yeah. I, don't, well, I don't like the voice. Yeah. I don't think it's funny. Yeah. Well, but yeah. I have no issue with him playing a woman. Yeah. So I think, 
I think I understand where people are coming from where it's like, you know, it's blackface and it's not appropriate and all this kind of stuff like that. But I think the other thing is that it's not where, because of the way he set it up, he is doing a one-man show. Yeah. He is playing multiple mm. characters. If he was in a sketch show and there were a whole bunch of different actors yeah. and he was still playing the black character, I think that's different yeah. because you could always get a black character to play that character. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not coming down on it because I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not like... Because I haven't seen the trailer, so I don't know. Mm. But I assume there was probably... Because he does tend to do that a lot. I'm not necessarily coming down on it. I, From memory, the only one is the South African. And I'm not personally offended on it. Because yeah. I think even last... It was either last of the year before we talked about Beauty and the Beast. And I was like, you know, people like come down on, you know... Uh, appropriation because mm. people like talk about racism and stuff but it's not that it's appropriation that's what they care about yeah but then it's like if it's not okay for a white actress to play a black character um, then we still find acceptable for say you and McGregor to play a French person and so it's not about it's not even about appropriation it's about the colour of the skin like that's what yeah. breaking down to well I think right. the thing the unique thing with blackface is that There's a racial history. Well, yes, it is. It's, it was right. a sign of like yeah. the oppression, and yeah. that like yeah, it was exactly. used to like make fun of. And same with like you know mm. like the Gollywog dolls. Yeah, you know, yeah it's like exactly. a, it's a real symbol. But that's a unique thing with with blackface. My only counter to it, and again, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I don't have any skin in the argument because I don't. I haven't had to deal with that, that kind of oppression. Yeah, or any oppression really. Um, my only thing would be like, okay, you're right. But he chose to do that. No, like, that's right. You know that's, I mean? like, that is true as well. He could have been a white South African woman. Yeah, that's true. Or well, he could like, have I cast... Mean, when you look at it, he's not... He's not blackface. It's just like a tan. I haven't seen basically. it. Basically. So, I, I don't know, so yeah. it's kind of like the similar tan that he would have had the Jonah. Which, Jonah. Uh, although to be fair, like when I've seen that, I'm kind of like, oh, like that does seem... Like, he did cop some heat for that recently. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing. It's funny how it's all recently. Mm. So like when it came yeah. out... Mm. There's no issue with it, and it's, so it's it's as time goes on. I'm not advocating for yeah. him, but what I'm saying is, I think what he's done is, yeah. in order for him to maintain the characters of the different race, he's then. I mean, the show is called Lunatics, yeah. so he's literally like, race doesn't even come uh, into it, gender doesn't no. come into it. These are just bonkers people. Yeah. Um, it's, um, that being said, though, it looks. Eh, like there are some, there were some funny moments. Mm. Is it to but you? For the most part, I was just kind of like. Is it like? Yeah. The, is it like the gamble doesn't like, kind of the payoff isn't worth the gamble? Well, or? I just thought some of the characters weren't funny. Yeah. Like there was this one character that was like has a sex addiction, yeah. and he like has sex with his cash register. Okay. Um, and then there was another character. Because there is um, there are certain things like. That wants to open up a store called My Dick. Or is that the same guy? I think uh, that's yeah, the same guy. Because like, um, I was going to say, like, I'm like, you know, like, again, like, I don't have any skin in the game, but like the blackface thing, just to me, I'm like, eh, I don't necessarily find it funny. But there is an example mm. where I've seen blackface used in a show, and I'd find it very funny, and that's in The Office, in the with, office Nate. with Nate. And he's, yeah. it's because he's, and, and it's because, like, he's so, like, simple. Yep. And, like, because, like, he's just doing what Dwight says. Yeah. And, like, they point out how wrong it is. Yeah. Like, it works. Mm. And, like, then you see him later and his wife's yeah. off. Yeah, but so he can't get it out of his yeah. beard. Yeah. Um, uh, so there well, are... So I guess there are examples, but, again, like, it, it just feels different. Yeah. Um, I will say this, though. Pretty much the only thing that I like... The butts. Chris Lilly, um, ...is Summer Heights High. Yeah. Like, I don't like Jonah from Tonga. 
Um, Jemay was okay, mm. but you could only have short bursts yeah. of it. But that's also a tough I character. Never watched, I never watched Angry Boys. We could be heroes. Be was, heroes was okay. I watched once in that movie. Uh, I like the character of that older lady um, who yeah, was like rolling. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> gum that up her nose. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was kind but of like, funny. I think Some Heights High was perfect for me because I'm a teacher. Mm. And yeah. so I see the humour in that. Yeah. that. I guess also that show. And I'm also disappointed that there's no Mr. G show because there was a yeah. Jonah show and there was a Jemay show. There needs to be yeah. Mr. G. But that was also a show like I think we probably relate to it more or appreciate it more because it came out right when we were in our final year of high school mm-hmm. so we yeah. could really kind of... But yeah. like that's the thing. You, you know, you said that you can't relate to it anymore. I actually find that I relate to it more yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not I can't relate to it. And there's stuff yeah. in that show that I still find very funny. Yeah. Um, my other thing, and I don't like to want to come out as like a Chris Lilly hater or a basher or like criticizing, because I, I, I think he's talented. My only thing is kind of like, you've done the same thing for like 10 years. Yeah. Uh-uh. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, like, I mean, the characters are different, but they're not. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is like, I think you could claim that he was like a comedy genius after Summer Heights High. Yeah. That's because when it's he like, hit, no, hit one height, had, yeah. no one had really done anything like yeah. that. And for an Australian show in particular. Yeah. Yeah. But then I think like, so so now f- for me, go on and then just do something funny, but completely different, yeah. like a different format. But yeah, like to just keep rehashing the shows where you're just doing the same thing. Yeah. Because yeah. he was in... I'm, sp- I'm going to give it a try. Yeah. I'm going to give it a go. I think there's too many characters. I think that's mm. one of my issues with it. Like... We could be heroes. Yeah. It's too many. I think it's better if he did fewer characters really, mm. really well than more characters mm. that are all kind of like gimmicky. Yeah. Or even like, I mean, like before all of this, he was in a sketch show. Remember like Extreme yeah. Darren? That's yeah, when Mr. Yeah, G yeah. started. Yeah, exactly. Because like G that's, started. I would rather him do like a... Extreme Darren. Yeah. I loved Extreme Darren. It's so good. Yeah, like yeah. stuff like that. I mean, because I was trying to think about... Um, <laughs> Similar like performers, you know, kind of globally, mm-hmm. and I immediately jumped to like the Pythons. But even the Pyth- but that's the thing; it's the same as the Catherine Tate show. I just yeah. watched two seasons of the Catherine Tate show. She has a hundred different characters. Yeah, but like it's a, it, again like because we were watching the Catherine Tate show, and like mm-hmm. there were a couple of characters that I liked, but very quickly I was like, oh, it's the same joke every week. That's yeah. why I can't rewatch mm-hmm. Little Britain. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's the same joke every. Yeah. Like, it's the same like five jokes every week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just you know. The setup is slightly different, yeah. but it's like that guy's gonna say computer says no. That yeah. guy's gonna say. Eh, I eh, want that eh. one. Yeah, yeah that's, so. that's funny. Once a week on a Saturday night, yeah. when you when that show it's is tougher to binge. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, oh, it's just the same sketch yeah, over again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, like that's why I think that's why I like something like the Pythons because like every episode, like it's, it's never the same character. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, but that's the same with. I mean, like if you look at the, I was talking to. Um, my friend about this. If you look at the fast show, there's literally a skit where the guy just runs up to the camera and goes, "You didn't see me, eh?" Yeah. And like, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's just a thing. Yeah. You know, and everybody's like, "Ah!" Um. So I'm gonna give it a shot. It it starts tomorrow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait for your. I'm gonna and wait I'll for let you, you guys. Yeah. You're the I'll canary. I'll let you guys know. The canary in the coal mine. Yeah, that's right. Um, I think we've spent more than enough time on Chris Lilly. Yeah. Um, Game of Thrones. Not quite. We've got some reviews to do. Oh. We are going to talk, talk about Game of Thrones, but I think we should do Game of Thrones in one big hit. Yeah. Tina and I went and saw a movie last week. I don't know if you've seen it yet or not, Nick. We went and saw Shazam. Shazam! I did see that. Shazam! Yes. Um, what did you think? I enjoyed it. 
It, but it, it didn't love it. Okay. So, do you want to go first before I shit on it, or do you want me to criticize it? You can start because I'm going to rebut everything you say. Okay. No. Um, I, for the most part, really enjoyed it. Yep. But I think it definitely lost something after the that initial that that real honeymoon period that all superhero origin stories have when they're learning their powers and stuff. I just sort of I just didn't go. Just didn't. Wasn't as good as I wanted to be after that. It yeah. is a, a touch long, uh, only a little bit. Like of all the DC films, it is go. It, it's only it's like mo- like, like Aquaman. I'm like, oh, this is too long. Like each one, I'm like this is too long. Aquaman is, is the uh, sorry, Aquaman. Shazam is the least of the two long films. Like they get pretty close. There's a little bit of dead air in there you cut out. Yeah, um, and Mark Strong um, and his band of. Seven the, the sins. Seven sins? Mm. I, I just that did nothing for me, particularly the sins. Oh, I really like. I just liked didn't it. didn't like the way they looked. I didn't think it was fleshed out enough. Mm. What the relationship between the sins and Shazam was, mm. um, and with Mark Strong, I just thought, are we to believe? Like, obviously, it starts with him getting mm. a chance to go in there, mm. which to me is so heartbreaking. That opening scene. Yeah. Like, I'll say oh. this: like DC, what they've done really well the last couple of films is their openings. I mean, like the Aquaman opening is to me the most emotionally mm. like investing part of that film. And again, like you just feel terrible for this kid, and then what happens like to his family and stuff with the car. Yeah. 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 Lionel Luther, who uh, yeah, and he was also um, oh, what's his name? He was also a villain in Batman and Robin. Yeah. No, that's not him. Oh, that's not him. Oh, I thought that was, was it a Willem Dafoe? No, it's not Willem Dafoe. Oh, it looks like Willem Dafoe. And um, and the other thing was just Glover, I think. to me, it just didn't make sense. Oh, not make sense. It wasn't fleshed out enough where it's like, that happened to him when he was young. He failed that test. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, that I don't see how that then defined the course of his whole existence because it's, next time we see him, that's, think, all he, that's his only thing. I think the only way I would argue that is because... That happened, and then immediately afterwards, he had this incredibly traumatic event of the car, the car crash, crash and his father, and the blaming of that. I think that whole thing became a catalyst, mm. and so it was literally because that was all like within the two minutes yeah. or whatever. I think, and so I think that's how it ends up being. I think yeah. another part of it is you that... should know that. You're in therapy or therapist. You don't I am in know therapy. about how the mind works. I, I think Thank another part you, of it is Dr. that he, Nick. he was a kid who was so downtrodden. Yeah. Like, you can tell very quickly, like, he's been downtrodden his entire life and he gets this opportunity. Like, not only is he, is he like, oh, I've always believed in magic and it's real, mm. but now they're going to give me magic and then to have it snatched away so quickly for just being curious, really, mm. and just wanting to, like, you know, finally, like, kind of take some light into his life. And then to have like the most powerful being in the universe be like, "Oh, sorry, we were wrong. Like mm-hmm. you're not." Cool. I think like that's a very comic book idea, and so for me, it's easy to buy into. Like maybe other audience members were kind of like, "Oh, like I would have liked more." That was enough for me. I was like, "Cool," mm-hmm. because I knew we had to get uh, our champion, which is going to be Billy Batson. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like I didn't like the film. That was my. Those are my complaints. Yeah. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed. First of all, I just thought, like, um, Zachary Levi, is yeah. that the guy? He was just so good. Yeah, and right. I loved the suit. Yeah. Like, I just loved the look. Whenever yeah. he was on screen, I was just loving it. Mm. And 
I thought that the foster home was the most charming yeah. setting yeah, I've yeah, ever yeah. seen. I mm. wanted to be part of it. Those family. kids are so well has That little girl is Dala, yeah. the yeah. little African-American yeah. girl. Mm. So cute. And then, like, when she... So, spoilers, because we're going to tear it apart. I had some suspicions about the film, but I wasn't 100% sure. Um, I was so glad that I was right in my suspicions. So, for example, The Seven Deadly Sins are never, ever, ever shown in the trailers. Like, that was a big twist. Like, even if you don't know who they are, like, you watch that trailer, you're like, oh, it's Mark Strong, he's the villain. Mm. And then you get, like, it's almost like a Ghostbusters-like level of villain. Like, you have this cool, like, um, the gargoyle monsters and stuff. And yet, you're right, like, the CG isn't brilliant. It's okay, like, it's pretty good, but it's not brilliant. It's a bit cartoony, and yeah, like, maybe we could add some more story. But I didn't need their story, because I had, you know, Dr. Savannah. Like, I, I had his story. and just, a, But it was just like, oh, cool, like, we have monsters in this film. Like, this is a monster movie. And we would, it was never revealed to us. Like, far cry from that Batman vs. Superman trailer where it's like, there's a big CGI monster at the end. Yeah. I like that they kept that hidden from me. So, because it was a surprise, I was more forgiving, I think. Mm. The other surprise, which I kind of hoped for, and I wasn't sure about, was they did the Shazam family. So, like, all the foster children yeah. got to, like, have the power of Shazam. And I think it's Megan Good who played um, grown-up yeah. Dala. Um, she's in, like, Californication yeah, stuff. yeah. And that moment where she's talking to Santa, oh, I was like, yeah. that is so perfectly done. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, from OC. Seth? Aiden from Brody. Um, Adam Brody. Adam Brody. I was like, oh my God. Again, perfect yeah. casting. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. That, that adult casting of the kids was so well done. Yeah. Um, the only one I questioned was Mary. Because Mary was 18 already. I was like, she's an adult. She doesn't need a yeah, more adult yeah. version. And the girl looks so much like her. I was like, did they? <laughs> yeah. um, but like that, that aside, and also because I really enjoyed her performance. Like In a film where you're so focused on the two boys in particular, um, the other characters always become secondary. You don't mm. really care about it. But like that moment where she like, got the college application, she's crying. Yeah. I really bought into like her storyline. I was like, Oh, I really want to see her like be her own hero and stuff. And so for me, I didn't need her to be yeah. re- recast and dope. But yeah, that's fine. Um, Actually, the only other thing I want to say is I didn't. I found the bullies were like overly, like they hit the guy with his car, yeah, and they just started like kicking him. Yeah, it's like that is a really mean bully. Mm. It's like that's overly. Bullied. Yeah, it's just yeah. like it's, not, yeah, yeah. it's not just you're like waiting for someone in the hall, then like yeah. tipping a bin on their head or yeah. giving him a the toilet thing. Yeah. He like ran into him with his car. Then they just started kicking him while he was on the ground. Like yeah. that's borderline like, crit. Like, that's yeah. just like, you belong in jail. I yeah. think you need to, I think they need to do that because then you have someone as powerful as Shazam, like kind of get them back. Yeah. And it's kind of harder to justify violence against minors. <laughs> yeah. If they're not cruel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am, um, I agree with, what you said, Nick, about the the seven deadly sins. I feel like what was the point of them being released? I thought when they were going to get released, they were going to infect the world mm, with the mm, seven yeah, deadly sins. Yeah. That's what I thought was going to happen, and then they'd have to save the world yeah. from that. And what ended up happening was there were just lackeys for yeah, yeah. the bad guy. Well, they made um, him so more powerful. Felt, well, I kind of just felt like they were pointless. Really, other than just being the monsters. That was probably my only issue with the movie, as well as it being slightly too long. Mm. I think it just needed to be cut down just yeah. a little bit, just maybe like 15, 20 minutes or something, uh, chipped out of that. And also, I totally saw the mum thing coming, like a mile uh, yeah, away. Yeah. Like halfway through the movie, 
I was like, oh, we're going to have a flashback and it's going to be from the mum's point of view and it actually is how stressed she is. Yeah. And the reason that she didn't come and get him is because, like, the, the second, what, in the first 20 minutes when the woman at the foster place is like, not the mum, the woman who's giving yeah. him to the foster yeah. family is like, you know, this is a woman who didn't want you. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Mm. She, like, didn't go after him for a reason because in no world does a mother... Like, the only reason she would have not come after him is because, A, she physically couldn't because she got shot yeah. or something, um, or B, is that she just didn't want to. Yeah. And I, so um, I saw that coming a mile away. The funny thing is I didn't see coming, but mm. I was like, surely she would have come looking for him. Even though I no, answered so, Well, the, that's, that's what I'll yeah. say. So either she's dead or she never wanted yeah. him. And so then when he finally found out, I was like, oh, so she's mm. not dead. Yeah. She just, and so when that whole conversation was happening, I was like, yeah. Like, I didn't feel for it because I saw it coming mm. a mile away. But I did love the movie. I thought mm. it was great. Um, it's funny, because like, you do say that. And I did see, like, I did ask, like, the question or whatever. All that being said, like, the moment when he gives the compass back to her mm. and he's like, you need it more than me, I cried. Like, mm. I was just like, I was like, it was so, so heartfelt and, like, pulled all the right strings and stuff. Like, And you're like, yeah, like, maybe it's a bit cliche and the sad stuff, but, like, everything I needed... For that, like, kind of emotional ride in that film, like, when it was fun, it was the most fun. Yeah. And, like, when it was sad, like, it, made, it might have been cheesy mm. sad, but I was there, like, crying in the whole popcorn mm. milk. <laughs> so sad. No, I see, what I loved about that scene wasn't the whole mum stuff, because I was just like, yeah, like, I, I, before he opened that door, I was like, she's yeah. going to have another yeah. husband, she's yeah. going to have other kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I saw it, like, it yeah. was written on the page before yeah. me. Um, but the part where he, yeah, he gives it over to her. Because he's like... He's got his own family. He's got his own... That was the part that got me. It was like, he it doesn't was, need you anymore. Well, that was the he's thing. He's gotten closure Like, that was that. for me. Like, between him kind of being like, you need it more than me because I found my path. So that mm. whole thing. Um, we talked about Zachary Levi a little bit. And he is fantastic. Like, he oh, is so, so good. Yeah. But I think, like, special shout-out needs to be to Asher Angel, who plays Billy Batson, the boy. Yeah. He's so endearing. And, mm. like, he's like a... Sad kid trying to be tough, mm. but he's not really like even like he's not even as like kind of naughty as Bart Simpson. Like mm. that moment where he tricks the cops, mm. like mm. I, at the start, I was like, Oh, he's gonna drive the car, and he doesn't drive the car, but he yeah. does steal the sandwich. I was yeah. like, Oh, this is great! Mm. And his performance is so good. Um, the kid who plays Freddy from It yeah. is fantastic. Mm. Um, yes, he's great, he's yeah. really that's good. who he is. Yeah, he, Thank play, you. he played Freddy in this, he played Eddie yeah. in It. Um, and like there's certain little things that I didn't think about like it just married up so well so like he has the bullet from Superman mm. or whatever and then later he gets a bullet to replace it and it's from his new brother his best friend who's become Shazam like as soon as I saw that and then the bullet hit, I'm like oh he doesn't need the Superman bullet because his brother's Superman yeah. now mm. and I was like Oh, that's so well yeah, done. Like that yeah. whole scene where they're trying to save the woman from being mugged, I thought was really yeah, good. Yeah, and they're yeah. just testing the powers. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, it's just fun. Um, yeah, it is really fun. And the grocery store robbery bit yeah. was as yeah. funny as I wanted it to be from the trailers. Mm. Um, yeah. And also, like, when he's running away from Savannah in the toy store, like, we saw, like, you know, get him, Batman. Yeah. But then, like, he lands on the big piano. Yeah. Uh, yeah I yeah. was like, genius. Yeah. Like, there's just so many clever little yeah, bits in there. Um, maybe like the scenes of 
Billy being a jerk maybe went a little bit. That's probably where it was longest yeah. for me. Because uh-huh. uh, by once uh-huh. he once like kind of Freddie confronts him when he's doing all the tricks and stuff, I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. Now we can move on. Yeah. And they could have got to like him having to come back and save his new family. Yeah, and it sort of just kept going with that. But like that being said, like it's such a minor complaint. Mm. Um, that whole ending is spectacular. Like once they all, uh, that bit where he's like, you know, say my name. Billy! It's like, no, <laughs> the word I yeah. say! <laughs> like, so clever. And, like, just, just a great little joke. And then they all, like, I just, from that moment on, like, it was just a joy fest. Um, and, like, in, re- in kind of, um, in regards to the complaints about the seven deadly sins, I do say what you mean as well. You're like, oh, they weren't, you know, they didn't, they weren't destructive enough or evil enough. Like, they, they just didn't really do like, I think I think it would have been a more interesting end to the film yeah. if people were, like, looting out of, like, Greed or yeah, whatever like that. Yeah, I, or, yeah. I think you're right. I think DC, unfortunately, or maybe more specifically, Warner Brothers have been spooked because they made Man of Steel, and they're like that film's too destructive. Like the ending is too destructive, and then like I feel like they on such as this such such a path of course correction now. Mm. Like if they kind of kind of react too too much in one way or another, they're going to keep getting criticised. And I think for this film, because it is more of a kids' film as well, it's definitely the most kid-friendly of all the Mm. DC films, they were probably like, you know what? We can probably do without, like, major destruction and havoc. Like, we'll take that one because it's still fun and, like, Mm. the action is still good. Mm. Um, I did like how, like... You could totally tell which monster was which just by looking at them. Yeah. So, like, Greed had mm. the extra hands, Lust had, like, the big long tongue and everything. Yeah. And I don't think that's the last we'll see of those villains. I think mm. you do have an opportunity to bring them back. I do want to see Black Adam, um, especially because The Rock's playing him. And, yeah, so if you watch when he's showing, like, the... DC had this really cool thing where in almost every movie they do, they have, like, a history lesson type thing. So even in this, when um, the original Shazam is showing, like, the hero... If you look very carefully, it's kind of hard to see because of the CG, it's all like orange. It actually does look a bit like The Rock, like it's designed to look like him mm. in the Shazam suit. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see him go up against Zachary Levi. I think there's a lot of room for fun there as well. Because mm. um, The Rock has really good comedic timing, even if he does, yeah, play, he does. Even if he does play the straight man. Like if you watch, and I know it's such a weird pull, but if you watch like those Fast and the Furious films, he's not cracking jokes, but he's funny just by being him. Yeah. Um, you know, Jumanji gets a little bit more into play and stuff, but, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I've got so little complaints about that film. It was just a really fun time at the movies. Um, and I had, like, a smile the whole time on. Like, it was, it was good. I'm glad that it feels, it really feels like DC have really got a winner on their hands. Like, I think they've, it's, there's so little I can kind of criticise about this film. Mm. It's just fun. Like, you even hear Marvel fans being like, no, it's good. I liked it. Mm. You know, I really enjoyed it. Um, how many, uh, talking cat, was it caterpillars? Is that what yeah. it is? Oh, we're gonna, like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Why are we gonna do it out of that? Oh, what do you want to write it out of? I don't know, it's something good. Like, <laughs> fucking talking caterpillars. <laughs> how many, um, get him, Batman. Yeah, how do many get him, Batman? Hey, bro, no talking caterpillars. Mm, talking caterpillars. <laughs> That's how you said it. Um, how many get him, Batman? Well, I'll give him the lowest score, so shall I go first? Go for yeah. it. I'm going to give it a seven, and it's a generous seven. Yeah. I think it deserves 6.8, but I can't be bothered, so yeah. a seven. <laughs> seven. Um, I'm going to give it an eight. I think, to me, it is on similar 
entertainment enjoyment levels of a Spider-Man Homecoming. Not yeah. quite as good as Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, no, Spider-Man Homecoming mm. is a 10. It's not quite a 10, but it's very good. Um, I don't but, think it's in the same league as that, but anyway. No, I I, I'm saying, like, in terms of, like, if I had to choose find a movie to compare it to, that's probably, like, what I would, in recent years, that's probably what I'd kind of closest compare it to. But it's just not quite there, but it's very, very fun, very entertaining, like, easily re- rewatchable, I think, as well. So I'm giving it an 8. I really had a good time with it. I'm going to give it an 8 as well. Nice. I was going to go as far as an 8.5. Mm. But, but then, then I went, nah, I'll just give it an 8. But then James said just Spider-Man Homecoming. I was like, mm-hmm. nothing's better than that. Yeah. Well, quick question. It has nothing to do with this, but I just want to know. What do you prefer, Spider-Man Homecoming or Spider-Verse? Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh. Okay, cool. We'll because start. it's live action. Okay. Yeah, Spider-Man Like, Homecoming. Spider-Man... Did you um, watch Spider-Verse? Spider-Verse is fantastic. Oh, it's yeah. brilliant. But... If I had to choose, like, if I had a DVD of each in front of me, and I was like, what am I going to watch tonight? Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, I don't know if I'd make that call. Like, I still think Homecoming is underrated. Like, it's yeah. so good. Mm. It's really good, but... Well, why don't we have Spider-Man Homecoming playing on the TV downstairs, and Spider-Verse playing on the TV upstairs, and then you can flip between the two whatever you want. At some point, at some point, we'll just watch Spider-Verse together, because it's just it's so It's good. really good. Yeah, yeah. I do want to watch it. Yeah. It was the film of the year for me last year. I just loved mm. it. So, I like, I mean... and. Infinity War came out last year. I was like, yeah, I really liked Infinity War, but man, Spider-Verse is just so good. Yeah. Um, the other thing we want to talk about, and then we're going to jump into our Deadpool, uh, one thing we can review is the very first episode of the final season of Game of Thrones yes. aired. Tina's watched it twice. Yep. I've watched it one and a bit, because I came home and ca- caught the end of it. I know someone at work who's watched it six or seven times already. Whoa. She's a big Game of Thrones fan. Um... We are going to spoil stuff. We tend to spoil stuff on the show, on the show anyway. Um, uh, but yeah. I just want to give a big fat spoiler. Would have you what, you've watched? It. I have. I, I'm going to reiterate that. Yeah, so, yeah. We, we big fat spoiler warning because Game of Thrones just is one of those things where people can get like they don't want to know. So we're just giving the heads up. We, and, uh, and fair enough. Yeah, yeah fair absolutely. enough. But I just I don't think we could really talk about no. this episode without talking exactly. about what happens. And I also think that like if people listen and know us. I think you're going to probably watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Like, it'd be tough to sit through this podcast because, like, there's a certain part of the year where it's just Game of yeah, Thrones heavy. Right. Can I start off by saying, Where's my elephant? Hey, <laughs> oh, I yeah. love that. They're playing the elephant song. I love that song. Must um, be of elephants. So let's talk about it. It's in true first episode fashion. Not a lot happens. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, in terms of, like, not really any deaths because we do, are going to do the Deadpool. In terms of the story. Yeah, so not a lot of deaths. There was one death. I was very happy with that. They did it, and it was very graphic, and it was brutal, and I was like, oh, the Night King is definitely into Wait, torture. what death was that? Little boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Little Umber, which yes. I, I think means that's the death of his head. Who's, who's the head Umber? He is He's the head, new head Umber. No, but like before him. It was Big John. Uh, there's Big John Umber. He was one of the, one of the um, mutiny... Oh yeah! Oh yeah! He was yeah. one of the mutinous ones. Um, that I, asshole. So I'm glad only one. I'm glad not a major character died because we are going to talk about the fates of everyone. I've got a little Excel spreadsheet to fill out as well. Um, I was, but in true, sorry, just to really jump in quickly. In true season one, uh, episode one fashion, they brought a lot of people back together. We got mm. some reunions. Yeah. Um, some reunions that I'd not thought about. Um, and was really excited about once it happened. Mm. Um, I think the main being that all the Starks are in Winterfell. Yeah. Again, which is... Uh, yeah. Is a very, like, pleasant feeling. It's like, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And some people haven't seen each other since the first episode. Yeah. Um, we're going to dive into some comparisons, because if you watch this episode and the season one first episode, there's a lot in common mm. with it. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to shut up for a bit, because I talk a lot. So I'll let you guys have a bit of a chat. I want to say, first of all, that like I have two contrary positions in that I really enjoyed it. Yep. But I was underwhelmed. Mm. And I think just underwhelmed, maybe because of my own expectations, but you're wrapping up the biggest show of all time and I would say almost 50% of the discussion about the final season is how sh- short it's going to be in terms of episode length. Mm. And I thought, well, the decisions we've made, so they're not going to waste a second. Mm. And I just thought it lost a little of the momentum that it finished last season with. Mm. Did you say, sorry, this got released the other day, um, season three, which was originally the third shortest episode, is now 28 minutes longer. Episode it's now, three? It's the longest episode of the season now. Episode three. Yeah, yeah. so originally was the third short, uh, like the third short, uh, shortest yeah. episode, and they've just announced like they've recut it with 28 more minutes. Mm, cool. Yeah. Um, so... We're getting more stuff, so yeah, yeah. that's good. And I think things will start to happen mm. yeah. next week. But I just sort of thought, I don't know, like the, the way the last one finished, mm. like I are finally like coming back and you thought, mm. oh, that's going to be an mm. awesome reunion. And it was just tinged with like that sort of, and maybe that's just because that's the way the story's going to go. Mm. But there was definitely a tension there that I didn't expect. Mm. Between her and John? Um, I think between everyone and John now because of Well, his... I think that's all because of the the... Re-taking away his crown, yeah. putting away his crown. I think also. Um, but then, how is it going to come back when people realise uh, if any, if he ever divulges that information? Well, know? I was going to say, I think we're they're setting that up. Mm. It's like there's going to be a break between the Starks and him anyway. There's always been a bit of a divide because he was a bastard. But, but now, he is a Stark still. He is a Stark, but they're not going to see it that way. I think they're setting it up that way. Like, now two dragons have come to King, yeah. uh, to Winterfell. Yeah. Um, I just want to point out as well, really quickly, um, before we watched it, I said to Sam, like, oh, the episode title, do you want to know? And she's like, no. I'm like, don't worry, it's not a spoiler. She's like, I don't want to know until we start. And then we go, I was like, see, it's called King's Landing. And then the moment it happened, I was like, it was a spoiler! <laughs> I didn't even think of it, because like, I just think of the place as King's Landing, but it's literally the landing of the king, yeah, like the Targaryen king. I'm like, oh, yeah. so genius. Um, I really... I'm with you. Like, It felt like not a lot happened, considering there's only a few episodes to go. But I also felt like this was the necessary, like, we're setting up the dominoes, mm. and now from here on in, they're all going to fall. Yeah, like, you yeah. need to do some... Some housekeeping and stuff. Mm. I found that this was maybe the most I felt sorry for Daenerys in any episode. I've always liked Daenerys. Um, just give me one second. Um, yeah, this is the most I felt sorry for Daenerys, I was going to say. I, um, and I've always liked her, because some people don't like her. But I felt real... I felt really bad for her, A, because she didn't get, I think, the reception that she deserved. Like, she's come back to help. But then knowing... She like what she's been through for like the first seven seasons. Yeah. Like she's been building up a reputation, trying to be a good queen, trying to shake off, you know, the whole mad king thing. Yeah. And she's come this far and mm-hmm. she's done so many great things and on a technicality <clears throat> she's about to lose it all. Yeah. And I really felt sorry for her. Like, um you know, and that means like I love John. I think John also does it. Like John's also had a John's had a much tougher life than she has, I think, you know. Like mm. she was you know, her family was murdered and she was sold into slavery, kind of, but it ended up being quite romantic. marriage. 
It was, but then, like, she taught him tenderness and they fell in love. Mm. Like, so it, it was a weird one. But John, like, his mother, like, Catelyn never loved him. Yeah. And if you read the book as well, and I haven't read much of it, I've only read, like, a quarter of the first book, but in her chapters, it's like, she loathes him. Like, yeah. she refused to be in the same room as his So she mm. hates him. And then, like, he was just, it was like, well, you should probably just go, you know, into this wasteland in the snow yeah. and you'll probably die yeah, before you're 30, you. but, you yeah. know, like, go do that. And then. You know, he was murdered mm-hmm. and yeah. then brought back. He mm-hmm. was, like, left with the wildlings and stuff. So Just because he tried to do the right thing. Um, yeah, so this was the most I felt sorry for Daenerys. Um, although, that being said, I don't know if I will be team Daenerys, like, if she can't compromise. Yeah. It's well, going to be interesting how that goes. I think they're setting up some things I don't really like, because I... I I'm, a, I'm rooting for her to finish mm-hmm. on the yeah. throne, but I just... There's a couple of things in that no episode. I just think that when she burnt the Tarleys, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure... That could have been a thing, a little mm. lesson that she needed to learn along the way. Mm. The fact that it's already come up, yeah. and yeah. Sam obviously mm-hmm. has a problem with it, mm-hmm. I think it's just going to be... There's things starting to stack up against her yeah. now. Yeah. That, that was a thing that I'd forgot. Like, we just watched season seven... And I still remember that, but I never once thought it was gonna come that back. she would have to talk to Sam about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I also like part of me was like I understood Sam's sadness because some people were like, "Yeah, but like he hated his dad." I'm like, "Yeah, he hated his dad, but still his dad." Mm. Yeah, it's still his dad, and it's his brother, and he didn't hate his yes. brother. But I think what also like is being avoided, either avoided or not being talked about, is that she didn't try to hide it. She was but like, I think that's. She wasn't bragging. You can't, you can't, you'd have to tell the truth in that. If, if she had, because she's moral and because she's yeah. just, she, she couldn't lie. She had to tell the Absolutely. truth. Absolutely. But I think that's really speaks to her character. Because mm. a lesser character, like Cersei Lannister. Yeah, would have been, would have been, really. would have been, I mean, she might have bragged about it. Yeah. Or, um, she might have been like, it wasn't under my control. I didn't yeah. give the order. Mm. But, Daenerys was like she wasn't gloating she was like I'm a queen and I gave a decree and unfortunately this is what happens in war and she was very I thought the way she approached it, and you could see like she felt bad like yeah. she gives like people kind of criticise Amelia Clark as an actress I think a lot of people kind of think the Beyond Game of Thrones doesn't have much range and people even said like in Game of Thrones doesn't have much range I think she's a lot more talented than people give her credit yeah. for. But there's very subtle looks and mm-hmm. like those like quivers and trembles and stuff. Like that's mm-hmm. not an easy thing to do. Yeah. Like that is someone who's like trying to keep their composure when dealing with something difficult. And yeah. I thought she like played it perfectly. Um and so even though I felt bad for Sam, I almost felt worse for her because she had mm-hmm. to kind of be, mm-hmm. like this isn't the first time she's had to be kind of It's a like, really weird situation that she has to tell these she has to tell this guy your, I killed your parents, it's, but at the same time, she's like, no, I did the right thing, killing your, or not your it, parents, your yeah, dad yeah. and your brother. It's also not the first time she's had to talk to a family member, like, talk to about, someone about a dragon's yeah, killing a family exactly, member. Yeah, exactly, yeah, um, exactly. But I should also say, really quickly, like, maybe um, the best performance of the episode is Sam. Like, yeah, that is the yeah. most I've liked oh, Sam in any Sam. episode. Like, but not even that, but like him coming to find John, mm-hmm. and like him finally, he's had a couple of really nice little heroic moments throughout the show. Like there've been a couple of times where he stood his ground, like especially with Gilly, and that storyline I've never really loved because I just find I just I just don't care. Mm. Like I don't know what it is. I just find Gilly. 
for whatever reason, I'm just like, I think you can both do better. <laughs> um, but in that moment, I was like, yes, this is my favorite Sam moment. Him like mm. coming to John and being the friend that he needs to be, and not in a Samwise Gamgee way, where he's like, Mr. Frodo, yeah, crying. Yeah, he's like, exactly. no, no, no. Like, what? Mm. you've always been a king yeah. to me. What I liked um, about this episode was like, people were direct. Yeah. You know, it's in, in, in shows and movies, like people find out a piece of information or and they sit on it for a while. They're like, oh, I'll, I'll tell him in this long monologue type mm. way. You know, when Daenerys comes... Bran goes, we don't have time for this, the Night King's coming. When, you know, Sam goes down, like, it's within a few sentences Mm. where he goes, you know, you're Aegon Targaryen. And he doesn't go, you're this, you're that, Mm. you're this, and then you're Aegon Targaryen. He's like, no, you're Aegon Targaryen. Your mum was Lyanna Stark. Your dad was Rhaegar. Rhaegar, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, like, he spits it out. So that's what I like about this is that you know, so often you watch movies and you're like, oh, just just tell the person, just say it, just spit it out. People are fine. And like, yeah, I was really happy when Bran goes, because they're all greeting the Queen. And I was like, you don't fucking have time for this. And yeah, Bran yeah. goes, we don't have time for this. I was like, yes, thank you. And people complained as well, just to kind of jump ships a little bit, um, pun intended. But um, people complained about Theon saving Yara so quickly. And I was like, No. Like, it's about time in this show that Theon yeah. did something. Exactly, yeah. Like, we were talking about it the other day, and I said, mm-hmm. I was like, he's going to rescue her. And I, we're talking to, to our friends. I think someone was like, no, 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 he's not going to, like, um, he'll probably die a coward's death. I was like, no, 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 like, it's now time for him to change his he's tune. He's get his redemption. You know, like, he's been pardoned by John and he's been mm-hmm. given the chance to kind of start fresh. Um, it's time for him. And he will die. I think he will die. And I think he'll die somewhat heroically. I think he was going to die saving Yara. Yeah. Um, that didn't happen. But I'm glad he saved Yara. Because also, Yara is an important character. Yeah. Like, she is part of this war now. Like, she... like it look, We may not say much more about him, but she's going back to the Iron Islands now. Um, but after everything that happened between them, he needed to get her back. Yeah. He needed to save her. Mm. Like, that is the very least he could do for the Greyjoy name. Because I don't care. Like, the Greyjoy name sucks. Yeah. But those... Like, but she's good. Like, she's yeah. of all, like, that family. She's the only good one. Um, and he needed to pay her back for all she's done for him. Mm. Um, so I didn't care that they got it done in, like, five minutes. I'm like, good. Yeah. Now we can break... I don't... Yeah. I didn't now want to... move on. And it's a peripheral it story, to, yeah. to be honest. It doesn't need to go on for... You know, I, I don't need yeah I don't need well. Euron like taunting her for four episodes yeah, exactly. like she was gone for most of last season yeah she's back and if she's not doing anything else that's fine but like let's wrap that mm. up and move forward um I love seeing Arya re- reunite with everyone because yeah. Arya's gone on more travels than anyone like seeing her with Jon was great seeing her with the Hound was great mm. seeing her with Gendry, Gendry was yeah. great and there was almost like a little flirtation which yeah. Yeah. I was okay with cause I think I've said a couple of times now like my theory about Arya, or not in my theory, but my wishes. Like, I don't want her on the throne. She doesn't need to be anywhere no. near the throne. What I want is, like, at the end of the season, her and Gendry are like, let's go on battles. Let's just go on a, like, a, let's just go on our own, like, we're just going to go out into the wild and we're going to fend for ourselves and fight evil and just do our own thing, mm. go on our own adventures. And it doesn't have to be romantic, but those two are, like, a cool little partner in crime team. I just want to see them going off on their own adventures, you know, messing up Westeros and stuff. <laughs> um, so it was nice to see them get back together as well. I um I wonder because I I have a lot of theories as how it's going to end. My main theory from the very beginning 
was White Walker on the on mm. the throne because mm. I was like, I want to see White Walkers in King's Landing. Yeah. Um, and then my second theory, which is the one that was just like a fantasy theory, but my second honest to god theory is, I, is I think they're actually going to melt the Iron Throne for the Valyrian steel mm. to get rid mm. of the White Walkers, and so. Um, there's not going to be a throne anymore. But the more that I think about it, the more I think it, if there is going to be a throne, the person on it will be Jon Snow. Because, A, we know that um, George R. R. Martin loves a underdog. Mm. And B, when you read... I mean, okay, I haven't read all the books and I've only read the first, first couple of chapters of the first book. But it really sounds like John's the main character. Mm. Like the way that it's set up is that John is the main character. Yeah. So it would make sense for the main character to end up on yeah. the throne. So my theory for the throne, um, which I've told you, is because you're right. Like George R. R. Martin does like an underdog. I think I have a better. Mm. I think I have an even bigger underdog boy. But also something he's done. And if you watch the show, uh, the show and like the show is different from the books, of course. But it's a very cyclical nature. To, the, to the, his storytelling and like everyone has a purpose and they yeah, serve their purpose um, and then they die whatever I think the per- and like it's also the wrong people live and the wrong people die yeah. and so my prediction is that the, the person on the throne will be Robin Aaron because the whole story starts with the murder of his father mm. like the whole reason the war of the five seven kingdoms begins is because of the death of his father um so I think he's going to end up on the throne. Like, we don't really expect him to go there. Everybody's forgotten about him. Yeah, like, everyone's fighting their he's war. And he's off ants. learning archery and stuff. Yeah. Um, and all the other fans are focusing on killing each other. And I'm like, he... Like, yeah, like, why not him yeah, out of everyone? Yeah, he could just swoop in and take it. Absolutely. And he's got support. Like, well, right now, most of his support is in Winterfell, actually. Like, there's yeah. that old guy, I can't remember his name. Royce. Yeah, that's the one, Royce. Um, but that's my theory. His friend's called him Rolls. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting late, okay. That's okay. Um, sorry, yeah, did, did you have anything you wanted to add about the episode? There's so much to... There is. We haven't even touched on King's Landing yet, but have you guys seen the meme about... it's the You know, in the office when they go to that, like, work outing at the yes, pub? Yes, and, and Angela. And, 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 yeah, and Angela oh, sneaks yeah. up behind, he's just like... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like everyone at Winterfell brand. Yeah, brand. yeah. <laughs> and it's so true. He's just like creepy now. Yeah, he's just George Harrison. Yeah, George Addison. He's, he's also. Um, he's. John, I think I I, I like, like your theory this, about him. The what the Night King theory that he's no, the no King. I don't like that theory. Oh, that he'll become he'll become the tree. Yeah, he'll be like assimilated into the tree. Yeah, the one yeah, at Winterfell. Yeah, we reckon he'll be assimilated mm. into the tree at Winterfell. But then there's that other theory. You'll find you find so many of them on YouTube mm. that Bran is actually the Night King. Oh, I've heard that one. Mm. I don't know about it. Don't know if I like it. Yeah, yeah I don't really like it. I it's... don't know. I watched the video. And because like, I always go, oh no, it's stupid. But then when I watch all the videos that talk about, it, I was like, oh yeah. I was like, oh, no, that's stupid. And then I watched the video. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it happens, like, I mean, I wouldn't be against it because I'm not mm. expecting it. Just to me, it's like, there's certainly people like, they walk the same. I'm like, well, Bran doesn't even walk anymore. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but if he didn't walk, hello. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, if the Night King was in a wheelchair, maybe. Um, I, like, to me, it's just like, I think people got really obsessed with the whole Hodor thing. Mm. And so, like, there's so many things we can do with that. But just because, like, that thing happened doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that everything's tied to that. 
Like maybe it is. Like maybe they will. Yeah. I um. I'm prepared for that to be the case because it's yeah. a big theory, and mm. normally there's like no smoke without fire. Yeah. But um, and so King's Landing. So did mm. you notice the difference now between the throne room? In like the fir- the early seasons, it's always packed yeah. with people. Yeah. And it's light, mm-hmm. and now it's literally just her. Yeah, yeah. everything is just black. Yeah, mm. yep. but, yeah, absolutely dark. Um, uh, like yeah, ever since Joffrey came in, I was thinking about this when we were watching the the episode. Ever since Joffrey came in, he removed the flowers from the pillars mm. and he replaced it with the spikes mm. with the flames. And then I was like, so when Cersei became queen. She just kept it the same. Yeah, so it yeah. really shows you, like, like son-like mother yeah. sort of thing. Have we talked about the theory, I don't know if we talked about it last time or not, yeah. about how I, like how Daenerys and Cersei's stories are so similar? Did we talk about that already? Uh, no, I but remember. I have another thing for you. Yeah, I saw that one yeah, before. Yeah, 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 uh, I showed you that one. That was really um, <laughs> so my theory is that um, uh, Daenerys is going to lose all her dragons. Uh Yes, like losing three children. children. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and also because she can't have children anymore, just the same way like Cersei couldn't have children anymore. Yeah. Um, so but because mu- Cersei's pregnant with this new child, she's going to lose this child before... Like, she's going to either die in childbirth, or she's going to lose this child somehow. Yeah. Um, deaths and stuff Maybe like Jamie will murder her while she's pregnant. Because in the prophecy, it doesn't say anything about... Um, uh, her having uh, a fourth child, yeah. it's just the three children. What about her, like, sending Bronn to kill Tyrion, oh, Tyrion yeah. and Jamie? Oh my god, like, Bronn has to kill one of his yeah, best buddies, yeah. and then, and she's well, also just like, yeah. Buddies, I guess. yeah, and 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 she's just like, fuck it, I'll just kill Jamie as well. Yeah. He deserted me. I yeah, don't, I don't see, yeah, that was the irony yeah. in there. I, like, oh, I did like that. I don't see Bronn doing as much as he loves money. I don't see him able to pull the trigger on this one. Mm. And if he does try to, I kind of like um, the idea of Pod saving them from him. Yeah, Pod. Or like Pod Pod even like sacrificing himself for them because it's the kind of thing he would do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he was close with both of them in the end. Like Mm. he, like he had that same tie with Tyrion and Jaime that Bronn did. Except his wasn't monetarily; it was all about loyalty. Yeah. Um. So that's how I would say that. But Bronn's an interesting character, though, because I could see him not doing it. Mm. I could also see him dying doing it. Yeah. You know, like a, like a, just a death where, where he's just sort of like, oh, well, this is the life I chose, so. Yeah. Well, like, maybe once he sees the White Walkers, he behaves like mm. Jamie, and he's just like, fuck it, we have to, like, yeah. there's not going to be any life. Yeah. They're like, there's no point in me having money. Yeah. And riches and women, because everybody's going to be dead. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, mm. you have to think, excuse me, like, the fact that Cersei is rooted in Queen's Landing, we know we've got to have the Clegane Bowl. Like, if it they're, happens. They're moving down. Well, so. I don't think the Hound is going to kill yeah, the Mountain because... Yeah, you said this and I was like, oh, right. it's interesting. The last episode of season seven, in that where everybody comes to the yeah. Dragon Pit, yeah. the first thing that the Hound does is he walks straight up to the mountain... And he goes, um, can't believe you showed your face here or something like that or yeah. whatever. And he goes, I'm not going to kill you. You know who does that. He's like, you know who's coming for you. You know who's coming for you. But... Yeah. Oh, who's that then? I don't know. That's the thing. Oh. We don't know. Yeah. So 
the yeah, turns you know out he's the hound is a mountain arc. I, I thought it was just know, a, I thought it was a prank. or something, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, no, I don't think the mountain and the hound, I don't think the hound's going to kill the mountain or vice mm. versa. So that'll be interesting to see. If they do Maybe fi- it'll even be Cersei. If they do fight, though, my theory... Oh. Oh, because all my theories now based on the cyclical nature of the show. Yeah, but not everything has. No, to I know. Connect. That's not why I said. That's why I said that. Like, I would like. I would love the poetic justice of the mountain dying in a similar way to Oberon, as much as that he has the upper hand and, in a showboatedness kind of way, loses the up, loses the upper ground and does die. Mm. But yeah. Um. So. Just to sort of wrap it up, mm-hmm. um, what are because obviously the episode ends with the trailer for the next episode. So have you seen the trailer for the next episode? Oh, you know, I don't think I have. Okay, uh, maybe I because have. Because there was something that I didn't realize this whole time. They've been saying in the whole show, Goat. Jamie Lannister is the Kingslayer. That's Daenerys's dad. So he's now in Winterfell. Oh yes, Daenerys is in Winterfell. Yeah. And there's this shot in the trailer where she's like, she's talking to him in the court. And she's like, he killed my father and all this kind yeah. of stuff like that. And I was like, oh my God, for seven seasons, yeah. I never, like I put two and two together. Yeah. But then it just didn't occur to me when Jamie arrived at Winterfell and Daenerys was there. I was like, oh shit, obviously. Mm. It's going to be a really interesting d- division of the people. Because Winterfell is already divided. Yes. Like people are not getting on. Yeah. And you're going to see... Um, so Tyrion is loyal to Daenerys, mm-hmm. but also loves Jaime. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Brienne, who's sworn to Sansa, mm-hmm. who also loves Jaime. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to really separate people, because yeah. Brienne's always been like, I'm about the Stark girls. Mm-hmm. But also, I like this Jaime last, he's not as bad as you think. Mm-hmm. He did push a brother out a window, I guess, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays. I think we're... It's, some really good quality, like, interpersonal drama. Mm. Yeah. At least in the next episode. Really three-dimensional. <laughs> I don't see Jamie Lannister dying at this point. I 100% think he will die this season. I don't think it's going to be next episode. I think he's got a bigger role to play in the overall story. Mm. Um, we could talk about the dragon scene. But I don't think we need to talk no. about the dragon scene. People seem to dislike that. I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. I just thought it was weird that the dragons were watching them while they were getting it on. Mm. Um, did you feel, I will say quickly, did you feel like that resonance when she's like, we could just stay here? And I'm like, all right, agreed. <laughs> yeah. Because right she's like, I, we should just I stay. I didn't, yeah. but um, I heard that later on. Yeah, because she was like, we should just stay in the cave. Mm. I was like, ah, oh, like, that's interesting. Staying with my nephew. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how that's going to play There's out. There's another meme where it's like the two of them kissing. And it's like, when your aunt gets you the socks you wanted for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my uh, god. That's pretty genius. Where's my elephant? <sighs> that's um, so are we, are we oh. going to do a Deadpool? Okay, so I've written it down so that we can kind of go through together. It's going to take a, a little, a bit of a, a bit of a working through, because there's quite a few characters. Um, all I've done is... Um, you can we can each allocate what we think the fate is because I think the one I found online was kind of like dead White Walker on the throne mm. that kind of thing. I think we just go through 
and have a bit of a discussion, say what we think, and then as the episodes progress, if like a character meets a certain fate, we can go back and have a look and see yeah. how right we were. So we'll go in order. So I'm just going to go in order that I've written it down. So the first character for the Deadpool is Jon Snow. What do we think his fate is? I think he'll lose. Tina? I think his story is too important for him mm. to die. Like it, it, it's too. It's too important for him to die. Yeah, like and also he's I just died once. yeah, that's that's the thing that's keeping him alive. Yes. I just don't. I've never really seen something where someone's been brought back to die again. Yeah. So yeah. I think live. I couldn't say with any confidence what will, what his role will be though. Mm. Yeah. I think just to play devil's advocate, I'm going to go with die. Because you want to be different. Either that, I mean, I'm also like open to the idea that he could become a White Walker. I think that's the, the thing. Maybe he's the Night King. I think that's something we're not expecting. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to put down for either die slash white. Maybe, like, the White... Like, because we don't know how... Oh, no, we do know how the White Walkers began. Yep, never mind. Yeah. Um, Sansa Stark. Live. She's going to live? Yeah, no, I think she's... Oh, I don't know. Um, I kind of think she'll be the Lady of Winterfell. Yeah, I agree with you. I think yeah. she's going to live. Do you think live as well? Sure, why not? It's up to you. Like, there's, look, we're not putting money on it. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I don't see what her future would be. I agree you with know? you. I think she would be the Lady of Winterfell. I think that's yeah, her Yeah, but role. other than that, like, Arya could be the Lady of Winterfell. No, I don't think she'd be the Lady of Winterfell. That being well, said, Sansa dies, she will speaking be. of Arya... What do you think is going to happen to Arya? I think Arya is just going to like, once it's all over, go and become like a self-sword. A self-sword? self-sword. Yeah, I think she's going to live and wander the earth. I think she's going to all like end up being, maybe she'll die, but she'll, you know what? No, she's going to be like the face, she's going to become a faceless man. So she'll be like dead. Like that guy, The what's the guy that she works with in the faceless men? Jack and Hagar. Yeah, that one. She's going to become... Well, he's not dead. Hunter. I'm going to say... Well, how, do, how do we know mm. what he is or what he looks like? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I reckon she's going to become... Or like the way for... She's going to become a something. Okay, I've written faceless just in yeah. yours. I'm going to say dead. Dead. I don't want it to be true. Yeah, it's in this... Because it's this show... But she's like... She's someone mm. who gets her hands dirty in the show. Yeah, and she, does, she is yeah. reckless. Yeah. Like she makes mistakes. Like, she almost died in it. She needs to finish in her Bravos. list first, though. Hey? I feel like she needs to finish her yeah, list true. before she mm. dies. Um, or at least I would like Everyone's favourite combination of four Beatles, Bran Stark. I think he's going to be assimilate into the tree. I agree with you. He's going to be... Yeah. Something... Live, and he's going to not be a normal person. <laughs> um, Samuel Tarly. Oh, he'll die. You think he's going to yeah. die? Oh, no, I agree. Be, I think yeah, he'll die as well. Die. I think he's going to be the the author of the Game of Thrones at the end of the series. Like Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. So he's going to live. Yeah, I've heard that theory. Lives I like that me. theory. Okay. Gilly. Gilly. Oh, Gilly's dead. That's for sure. Gilly. Gilly? I think she's just annoying enough that she will survive. Yeah, I, I just don't think she's worth a death scene in the show. So I think yeah. live. Unless they're like... Oh, I haven't seen Gilly in a while. A she died at the pox. Yeah. She's like, become a White Walker. Yeah, you know what? Like, she's mm. so peripheral yeah. that she might just get a... Like, she might have been staying in some village mm. and the whole village gets annihilated yep. and it's like we don't even see yep, her. Yeah, that's right. So you're saying 
But I'm having said that, that live. Yeah. Live, live. And live. then Sam's the one who, <gasps> Sam's the one who's gonna have to kill her then as well. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm. Take mm. that, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so you're oh saying God. die slash white walker, Tina? Yeah. I'm gonna say live first. Yeah, I'd say live as well. Gendry. Live. Live. Yeah, yeah. I'm He's gonna room. he's gonna go sail on a boat and, and row. like he's he's just gonna row. Yeah. He's gonna like go live in Essos or something. I think him and I uh I think it's gonna like I'm I'm not like shipping them romantically. Mm. I just like as a as like a cool fighting duo. Like that's yeah. what I want. Mm. Like I could happily watch a spin-off series of just their adventures, like through yeah. the, the wilderness of Westeros. No, actually, I think, I think he'll go on his way and she'll go on hers. For, for consistency, I think that the show is now pitting them together. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she, if she's going to die, I think he's going to die. Well, so I'm going to say die. For him. I also, while I was watching it, I was like, oh my god, they're totally going to like create the new stronghold in marriage. So, like, she's a Stark, yeah. he's a Baratheon. Mm. They're going to become the stronghold in terms of marriage. Well, actually, it's interesting you said that, because Robert and Lyanna, like, were meant to be together and stuff. Yeah. So that's cool. I like mm. that theory. Mm. I'm not putting in this marriage stuff down, just because I don't have enough space yeah. for myself. Yeah. Um, Davos Seaworth, the Onion Knight. Oh, <gasps> this is going to break my oh. heart. I think he's going to die. Oh, okay. Shit. Oh, my God, I love him. No, I think he's gonna die. I can see it go both ways, to mm. be honest. Um, no, I think he's the best advisor in that role. Yep. Of a number of advisors, so I'm gonna say live to I'm, advise whoever is on the throne. I'm saying live as well because he's said numerous times it's been said numerous times in the show he's a survivor. Mm. Like he's always managed to like kind of get through on the skin of his teeth. Like he outlived his son, he's outlived every king he served. Mm. And I know that she'll be pointing in the direction of he's going to die. He outlived every king he served. Mm. Queen. But even like he I think he's just he's like a scrapper. I'm just like yeah. he's gonna stick yeah. around. Yeah. Um that be, I know and like I should be like seeing those warning signs like yeah yeah he's only got so many lives mm. but I think he's going to stick around um, Daenerys I think she'll live I think she's going to die yeah I this is the thing I don't know no, I think her and John are going to rule together I think that's the ending that, like, I think that's the Hollywood ending yeah and I don't want the Hollywood yeah. ending and also considering everything that's going on I'm I the only reason so I'm going to say dead yep only because i don't see how she if we're saying that Jon snow lives and i don't think you have both of them surviving yeah i think you only get one i think yeah i don't say she dies nice i think i put Jon snow as dying i put Jon Snow as dying as well sejora mormont yeah if she if she's dead he's dead yeah i um i agree with you he's also like done everything he can yeah um Although I'd love, a purpose anymore. I really. would love for him to like have some sort of reunion with Liana. You know the little girl, like the, oh yeah, because she's a Mormont as well. Yeah. So I'd like to see something between them. Um, Melisandre, the Red Woman. Oh yeah. Um, <sighs> no, I think we're just never going to see her again. No, I think she... I don't think she's going to die. I just think we're never going to see her. So again. you're saying no appearance? Yeah. Um, I reckon she's. She's, off. she's done. She's. Oh, I'm going to put Na in your. In your book, mm. uh, I'm gonna say die because she said to Varys in season seven when mm. they were um, on top of the cliff, she's like, "I'm not done yet. Like I will. Die. I've seen my death in Westeros." Oh, yeah. mm. So I, I think. She, oh well, if she's gonna see her death, I'm gonna say die. So <laughs> yes. Thanks for the cheat. <laughs> yeah. uh, Grey Worm. 
die. Oh, yeah, I think Grey Worm's yeah, going to die. die. I agree. Heroic death, but... Mm, but die nonetheless. Mm. I agree with you as well. We haven't got a lot of White Walkers yet. We've only got Gilly and Jon Snow. <laughs> but what do we... Like, I don't really understand that as a category, because... Well, I guess, like, are they going to live? Are they going to die? Are they going to join the army of the dead? Or you can choose another face. Not just those three. Yeah, no, but... true. Well, I'm... I mean... The only reason I'm saying die and not join the army of the dead is because that's sort of like what happens anyway. So I think dead is is just like mm. either that or the army of the dead. So um, I mean, I guess like only specifically you think like we might see them as a, uh, as, like a, as, a as a role to play. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Brienne of Tarth. Oh, she's gonna live. Yeah, she's gonna. I agree with you. Yeah, I think I agree as well. Even because though she... uh, George R. R. Martin loves strong women. Even though she's served her purpose, I feel like she's constantly serving her purpose and finding new yeah. things to do. Uh, Podrick? I think Podrick's going to live. He's innocent enough. He's good enough. I think he's he's gonna a good, d- kind soul. I think he's going to die. I, I think he's going to get wrapped up in that... The um, Bronn stuff? The Bronn plot. Yeah. yeah. I think he's going to die. Yeah. Which is a shame because he's one of my all-time favourite characters. He's good, isn't he? Uh, Varys? Ooh. I am still waiting to see if he's even a good character. Knowing, I'm with you because well, Peter Baelish does absolutely. But unlike Baelish, Varys has never got himself so immersed and so caught up in lies. Yeah. Like his whole allegiance is to the realm. Yeah, and the realm. But the, if the realm doesn't survive, then mm. he doesn't mm. either. No, Ooh, I don't see... that's a hard one. I'm going to say live. I'm saying live as I'm well. Gonna, he's going to be one of those sneaky bastards uh, who just keeps on living. Where are you on it, Nick? Oh, shit. <laughs> just for a point of difference, I'm going to say dies, but sure. I really have no idea. That's okay. Sandor Clegane, the Hound. I reckon he's going to die. Uh, I think so too. I, he's probably my favourite character out of every character. Really? But yeah, I love the Hound. Is he the one who swears the most? No, it's because... Like, like, he is an underdog, and he's so much, there's so much good to him that I think is kind of unseen, like, people don't realise. Like, because he is so brutish and he is so foul, people mm. assume he's, like, a villainous character, mm. but he's not. Yeah. Because he did, he's done so much for the Starks when he didn't have to, like, he protected Sansa at one of the worst points, and she's had a lot of bad points mm. in her life, and she gave her, he gave her the perfect advice that would have... Pre- prevented all this horrible stuff from happening and because she didn't like him she ignored it like he was like I will take you out of here I'll take you back to Winterfell mm. and she was like no I'd rather stay with Joffrey and then she got raped by Ramsay and all this other stuff yeah. um, and he looked after Arya yeah. um, and he didn't have to and he said it was about money but it wasn't mm-hmm. about money mm-hmm. so but I do think he's going to die I'm going to say live no. unless the Lord of Light brings him back so maybe he will die. Oh, I love the irony of that. And the Lord of Light brings yeah. him back. Yeah. But there's no more... And the whole, like, fire and... Yeah. But there's no priest. There's only Melisandre, and I can't see them crossing paths. That's my only concern. Can't the one with the fire? Maybe no, Beric Dondarrion gets resurrected, but he can't do it. Yeah. Because yeah. that was maybe a thing that once his mate died, he was yeah. on his last legs. Mm. I'm going to say with Sandor Clegane, lives and... Lives peacefully, like on a farm somewhere. He's, by himself. he's Thanos. Yeah, <laughs> yes. He has the Thanos ending. On a, he, he sees the sun rise in a grateful universe. Yeah. Um, Tyrion. Mm. <laughs> I 
would have said right up until the end of last season lives. There's just things now. I would say dies. Yep. There's just some things. He's been making I'm some mistakes. I'm going to go with dies because I reckon the whole Lannister family is going to be eradicated. Kaput, yeah. I'm 100% with you. I don't think you. there's any more Lannisters I think left. the Lannister family gets wiped out. So I'm yep. saying dead for Jamie and Cersei as well. Yep. Same. How do you feel about uh, Cersei and Jamie, Nick? Well, Cersei obviously has to die. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're all going to be so disappointed when she's yeah. the only one who's left. Uh, and yeah, Jamie Lannister. Yeah. Dead. Dead? The hat trick. Yeah. That's the only character I think we've all. That's the only character we've all agreed on. Yara Greyjoy. No, I think she's going to live. I think yeah, she's going to yeah, rule live. the Iron yeah. Um, I agree. I think she's going to live as well. So we've all agreed on that one as well. Theon? Dead. I reckon dead. dead. Yeah, I think dead, so dead. too. Heroic death, but dead. He's going to he's gonna have like a redemptive death. So we're all on the same... For the last few we've all been on the same page. Um, Euron Greyjoy. Oh, dead. Dead, yeah. I want that bastard gone. Dead, but I think it's going to be a really humiliating... Yes. Like he'll shit want, himself yeah. kind of death. Yeah. That'd be great, wouldn't it? I'm trying to think whether I want to agree with that or not because maybe he has sex with that pox-ridden prostitute. Because yeah. the way plot, the way plot is structured and the way stories are told, I'm like, yeah, he has to get his comeuppance. Maybe he'll. But drown. this isn't traditional storytelling. But there I think are. You're overthinking it. Too and much. there are worse things out there than Neuron Greyjoy. So I'm going to agree with you and say dead. So we're all saying dead. We've. Oh, there's a lot of agreement here. But it's right. This one's going to shake us up. Bron. Bron. Yeah. Mm. Dead. Yep. Yeah, I can picture it right now. I can picture his death. He is one of the great survivors of the show, though. Mm. He's pulled himself up by his own bootstraps yeah. from nothing to a lord. But he's but also he's greedy. Talked about, but he's always yeah. talked about how, like, when my dare comes, my dare comes, and I don't matter either way, sort of thing. Yeah. That's totally not. Here's what I see happening. Yeah. One of the things that could happen. It all ties in with the Podrick and the Jamie and the Tyrion yeah. of it all. Like, mm. if he does take Cersei's offer... I, I could just see him, like, lining up Jamie Lannister in his sights. Mm. And Pod... Like, he just gets stabbed without knowing it. And he just goes... Such is life. Or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like a real... I see him lying. I see him lying and bleeding. And, like, someone standing over him, like... Tyrion or something like that, being like, yeah, right. I was like, well, it's my time yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah. And, uh, I just, knowing, girl. yeah, knowing him, yeah. it'll be something like that. It's just yeah. like, pity I'm not yeah. balls yeah. deep in. Yeah, he'd be like, I had a good run. I wish you were prettier looking or yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think dead. Um, just to be different, I'm going to say live. Why not? Gregor Clegane. Dead. He already is dead. Yeah. Yeah, he's... More dead than he Wouldn't is. Wouldn't it be cool if he became a White Walker? I was about to and say. He was like it. this weird hybrid. I'm going with White thing. Walker. And they have to kill him. Like, how do you kill that as yeah. a White Walker? I'm giving. I'm going White Walker for him. Cool. I'm just gonna go dead. And you're going dead as well, yeah. Nick. Um, we are. Uh, we're almost done. There's only a few more. Melisandre, the Red Woman. We already did her. Yep. Dead by her. Oh, we did. I don't know why she's written down twice. Sorry about that, guys. No worries. Uh, Kyburn. Which one's Kyburn again? He's the creepy old guy who's... Oh, yes. Uh, I hope he dies. Dead, yeah. Dead, and not even like a... I don't think there's a 
worthy of a plot point, but he just has to die. Mm. I'm going to say Liv. I think he's like... He's so... In, he's so He has so little to do with it. Like, I can't see anyone wanting to kill him. Yeah. I could more see him being kind of like outcast, like by the new king, be like, no, no, no. You created weird zombie people. We're not going to kill you, but you can't come back to King's Landing. Yeah. But you guys both say dead? Yeah, I think just dead. Mm. He's so entrenched in the Cersei camp that I don't mm. see how he lives. Um, Ed. Ed. Ed Sheeran? No, that's uh, <laughs> that's Jon Snow's friend from the wall, the only one left. Dolores oh, Ed. Dolores like Ed. Yeah. I'm afraid he's gonna die. Yeah, yeah, I'm afraid he's gonna, he's gonna die. die very oh, soon. Oh, you know what? I think he's gonna become a White Walker. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ding. Yeah. I'm with that. And mm. I think it's gonna be on Monday night. Yeah. Mm. Tormund. Oh Fuck. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Tormund's gonna live. Uh, but he's he's on the front lines. Uh, he's He's always going to be in the thick of it. Oh, but I'm going to say no. lives. I, my heart is saying dead, but my brain is Actually, saying no, he's going to live. But I what's her name? Gut. Brienne doesn't seem to have any affection for him. He's yeah. got a hard on for her. Yeah. I think it's more likely that Jamie lives and they end up together than um, Tormund and her get together. So I'm afraid Tormund's going to die. I'm. I see the irony of Brienne having Brienne the beauty, notoriously not attractive, having two men vying for attention, and her ending up with zero choices. I don't think Jamie's in love with her, though. No, Jamie just admires. But her. she's into him. Yeah. Mm. And he's one of the I few guess. men who's treated her like a woman. Yeah. Um. So in terms of that, I see like a ter- like a terrible irony of her like having two men on her radar and losing both of them. Mm. So. I think Tom is going to die as well. Unfortunately, because he's one of my favourites as well. Uh, Beric Dondarrion. He's our eye patch guy. He's dead. Yep, I yeah, I agree. Yeah. There's no one to bring him back. And, like, he's um, been part of the war against the dead for so long. Um, we're down to our last two. Robin Aaron, I've already said. I'm saying throne. I think mm. he's going to be on the throne at the end. I reckon he's just going to be a little shit. That's a lie. Yeah, Finding some be... other mum to yeah, I just, yeah. I did Maybe not... he'll marry the um, Mormont girl. I, I actually wouldn't be shocked if we just don't even hear from him, see him. Yeah. So you're just saying NA? NA, NA for me, please. And finally, Liana Mormont. She's going to live. Yep. Yeah, yeah live. She's going to live. I, potentially I... just like be on like some sort of council of... Nobles or something mm. like that. If we lose Sansa, she'll just go back to Bear Island. I think. If we lose Sansa, I could even mm. see her becoming Lady of Winterfell. No, I think a Stark. No, I think Winterfell's got to be a Stark. Yeah, yeah but I don't see Arya taking that position. I'm just saying. Look, I don't. But think... it'd just be a Lord of Winterfell. Then it would just be a guy. But there wouldn't be a Stark because Bran's going to be a tree boy. Yeah, he's going to be yeah. a tree boy. Uh, John is a tiger. A tree boy. Um, <laughs> I think she's going to live as well, though. Okay, that's it. They're locked in. Those are our bets for the Deadpool. So, we'll get a quick one. Do we think we'll get any deaths next week? Absolutely. We've yeah. got to. We've only got five episodes left. I think Dolores Ed's are gone next week. It depends. Because they're there. They're up at last half. There's a lot Wait, of... Wait, who's at last Ed. half? Ed. John's oh, yep, yep, yep. Mm. It's interesting because a lot of stuff kind of got brushed over in this first episode. Like, so, for example... The mention of an ice dragon. Mm. Like, Daenerys was like, oh yeah, cool, I got two dragons, whatever. Like, yeah. she didn't really deal with that. 
and the idea, and like someone's like the Night King's breached the wall, and again, no one really commented on it. Mm. I think because they all knew already. Yeah. Like, like the Raven had been sent. To yeah. Them. It um, we're definitely getting down to the into the thick of it now. Um, I think we have to see a major character death next week. Um. It just seems it would be very un-Game of Thrones yeah. to have anything. Unless Julie, they will leave him for the last episode. <laughs> I mean, maybe, um, but I think because we have two wars, we have yeah. the War of the Living and the Dead and the Great War between you know the mm-hmm. North and the South. Like something's we're gonna start losing people. I'm interested to see what happens in that third episode. Like, there's 28 extra minutes now, so mm-hmm. what are they doing in there? Um, it better not just be panning shots. And I wonder what the Battle of Winterfell... Is the Battle, Battle of Winterfell the last episode? It feels like it can't be the last episode. Well, the, she, like, Cersei either has to leave King's Landing or they have to go down there. Yeah. I think they're going to infiltrate the whole... I think they're not going to be able to hold them back. Mm. And they're going to keep retreating and yes. retreating and retreating. And I'm telling you, I've said from day dot years ago... White Walkers in Kingsland. Oh, you know what I just thought? What mm-hmm. if um, it's a two-pronged attack? Like, you have the ma- the army of the dead coming through the wall down to Winterfell. But the Night King is on a dragon. Yeah. So he can go down to King's Landing. Yeah. So we might see an, un- That's true. an undead dragon yeah, in King's absolutely. Landing. I don't know how he gets the rest of his men down there, because no one else well, has Well, he'd just turn them all. Well, he can't just... He could just touch them, and then... Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, I had another thing I came up with the other day, um, and it's just a question, and this might seem like an obvious one, but I don't know. Do you think we ever hear the Night King talk? I don't think so. I don't think you ever hear them talk, no. To hear him talk. You hear the others talk. It's like that glass sound. Yeah, Yeah. I reckon we will. Um, I reckon we will, and I reckon he's going to... Imagine, imagine his accent. He'd be like, "What are you doing oh, down yeah, here?" Yeah. It's like really northern. Yeah. I was thinking it'd be. My dear, you're yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking more of a like um, Voldemort from Philosopher's Stone type. I don't voice. want him to talk. Like a breathy. I think because no, are we going to find talks, out? He loses his mystique you, and his interest. Do you his think intrigue? we find out what their goal is? I think their goal is not sinister. Do you, think oh, like, do you think this is a remake of you know the day after tomorrow the film? Yeah, yeah it's like like the cold like the um, it's like the planet freezes that? over yeah, yeah. in as like a thing to balance out the damage mm. that's been done. Do you think they're yeah. like a something like that? I think it's like a this is something that's been like etched in history and they're yeah. finally fulfilling the the destiny of yeah like they the the they're ridding the they're all higher beings mm. or something. Oh, mm. I, I don't know. Like, they're... I mean, they're zombies, so they're not really higher mm. beings. But do you know what I mean? Like, their perspective is they're doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, and especially, like, if that whole brand is the Night King's theory is true, or, like, the Night King is at least a person that has, like... Yeah. Motives and ideas and feelings and stuff like that. Yeah. Then it may very well be like that. No, this is where, this is how life is supposed to go. Mm. Um, Do you think we're going to see anywhere other than Westeros this season? Like, there's still like no, we've seen Essos because Daenerys was in Essos. 
Not this season. No, but like we see, we saw, we've seen Essos in the past. No, but what I'm saying is like, because we've got five episodes left. Yeah. Do we go back to Bravos? Do we go back to Dawn? Like this. Still... I'd like to. I'd like to see mm. all. Do of we that have time to go I back? Don't, to I don't know what's there that's relevant. Like there's a no, lot. But I'd like to see those people come in and mm. band. Do we see any more of Alaria and her her daughter? They're locked in the cell by Cersei. Or do you think I they're done? I think that they're done by now. Yeah, I don't know. The daughter's know. definitely dead because she that poison went yeah. on her. Yeah. But Ilaria, I don't know. Like she doesn't really have anything else to do. I mean, I guess she could get free and kill Cersei. Like she has just. Some... I I honestly think that if the character has made an appearance in any episode in any of the seven seasons, they're gonna be in this last season. What about the you water know? dancer? No, do like obviously if they're dead. Well, he was never seen killed, which is why I've always but, been like. Well, no, like, he won't well, come I, don't, back. I don't think he's coming back. But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think they will have introduced the Sand Snakes to then not have. Well, the Sand Snakes are dead. No, but do you know yeah. what well, Lari's like the, the mm, yeah. you know head of that? So I wouldn't. I would think that she would at least be in a scene. Or, mm. Do you know what I mean? It's interesting. Like, it feels like. I really feel like there's no more reason to see Cersei until the North's dealt with now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing left for her to do. Except plot. Yeah. Like, she's got no opposers in King's Landing. Like, and really, like, she's... I'd love to see the people rise up against her. Yeah, I don't think it's happening. You don't? Um... I think that the general people of Westeros are now irrelevant to this story. Yeah. Do you think maybe this new warrior captain they've brought from the Iron Bank, do you think maybe he's going to kill Euron? Just out of, like, frustration? It's like Harry... Yeah. It's like the most British name ever. It's like Harry Stilton or something yeah. like that. Stilton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what did we think... Um, well, I, I pretty much know what Tina thinks... But how do we feel about those new opening credits, by the way? Oh, so good. Mm. I read somewhere online today, though, like, if you look at it, it's kind of like a map for what an invasion plan by the White Walkers would be. Mm. Like, storming the gates, getting into the underground. That's what they're like, ah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, as we were talking, I was thinking of a scene where, like, you would see White Walkers in that dragon head room mm. under King's Landing. Landing, That would be cool. Maybe that's how the ice dragon dies. Through that arrow that yeah. shot yeah. or something. It, um, and like the credits were so much darker, like it's blocked mm. out a lot of yeah. light, like mm. really dug all that. And um, I think we're in for a ride, guys. We've got five yeah. more episodes. I yeah. can't imagine anyone. I say, I've been talking about it at work a little bit, and I can't see a way where anyone is 100% satisfied with the ending of the show because it's just been built up and hyped so much. But I'm also okay with that. Mm. Like, if I don't want anything wrapped up in a nice little package. I don't want, like, the Hollywood ending. I want, like, it to upset me and mm. to kind of challenge me and stuff. And um, they've said, like, I think it was either Gwendolyn Christie or Sophie Turner, one that came out, like, the last episode is going to, like, leave viewers needing therapy. Like, it's just yeah. going to, like, knock us for a loop. Um, so I'm excited to see what it happens. It better not be, like, lost. It better not be, like, this was all Bran's dream. No. He was in his coma. Oh, that'd be... Oh, I would be so <laughs> angry. That's like the, that's like both Lost and like How I Met Your Mother sort of thing like that. Like, it's just like, no! How I Met Your White Walker. What yeah. if like it was just Brandon like walking through hell? But the thing 
is, is that there's so many things. Like when the nurse, when Bran is like in season one, when Bran is in the bed and the nurse is telling her him the stories and stuff like that about Bran, the builder who built the wall and how like, like it's, it's, it's all there. And I'm just like, oh, like he's yeah, so going to be like, it's so going to be just like a dream. And you never know with George R. R. Martin, mm-hmm. he, like, any, like anything that's ever said in the show could be the most important detail. Mm. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that thing mm-hmm. where she was telling him that, that could be the riddle to the whole thing. Yep. Could be nothing. Maybe yep. he's like responsible for like the re- rebuilding of the wall. Mm. Or... Well, that's where this whole theory comes in where he goes back in time and he begin, he gets into, he is Brand the Builder um, and all this kind of stuff like that. There's also this other thing which is in the books and it's been brought up a lot, but it's never been mentioned in the show so I don't see how it's going to explain to it. There's this character called Azora High. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that. And he's the like you know like Melisandre has said like the prince who was promised. Yes. And then you find out like it's translated from Old Valyrian and it could be prince or princess. But the whole idea is that like there was this great hero like when the, during the first oncoming of the White Walkers and this character his name was Azora High and he basically um, was the one who defeated the Night's King like thousands of years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now it's like him reborn and that's who's going to like end the Great War again. Mm-hmm. But I don't know whether they'll even bother kind of dealing with that because it hasn't been set up and I can't see yeah. them being like, by the way, Jon Snow's a reincarnated spirit. From that. Like, it just, it's too late to set mm. that up. Yeah. Mm. Same how they didn't do Lady Stoneheart, yeah. the whole um, Catelyn Stark thing, um, which I would have loved to have seen more Catelyn Stark. Like, yeah. That would have been cool. Mm. Um, but there's just... that When you look at, you know, it's eight seasons. Yeah. It's less... Like, it now averages it was less than ten episodes a season. You just have time for it. Mm. Like, there's no time for, like, so much world building. Cool. But, yeah. Anyway, I think we're excited. Yeah. That's going to do it for this week. We've talked a long, long time. We had a lot of stuff to talk about. We did, like, an, almost an hour on Game of Thrones alone. Mm. Um, we have a public holiday next Monday, so we can just ease into Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, we can watch it, like, straight away at 12 o'clock. Absolutely. We can be like that girl from work and just watch it, like, five times in a row. Yeah. Uh, and we'll also do some Avengers Endgame Deadpool stuff maybe oh, as well. Yes. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Deadpooling is so good. Yeah. Because um, it's out next Thursday, isn't it? it? It's out next Wednesday. Oh. But we got tickets for Thursday. Crikey. Part of the Deadpool for Avengers could be just Deadpool himself. Like, will he show up? Yeah. I don't think so, but still. Yeah. Um, cool. Find us all online. All my social media is James Chalmers 7 You'll see lots of photos of comic books and dogs and food. <laughs> um, Tina is online under... Tina's Hair and Beauty. Tina put up a, fo- a photo before about some hair and beauty stuff. I did. And Nick is on... Olenovsky. Just videos of him doing golf swings. That's it. That's pretty much it. I'm the new Tiger I keep saying that, but it's like, it was like so long ago yeah. he did that. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We should be back next week, fingers crossed. Hopefully we'll watch Pocahontas soon, because that is the movie, yeah. the my favourite movie topic that is next in line for us, but we'll see how we go. Um, say goodbye, kids. See you later. Farewell. I'm James Chalmers, and we'll see you next time.